city of Corvosa, largest in Varesia, greatest of the Chalaxian colonies. Her past rulers had never sat easily upon the Crimson Throne, but now a spark of change burns through our city. For good or for ill, let us see what is written in the cards. My name is Zalara Zendane. I am a Harrow Reader from West Dock. I am also dead. This is not my story, nor even the story of the heroes who would rise to defend our city in the days to come. Rather, it is the story of Corvosa. Sugarfueled Gamers, in association with RPGMP3.com, present Curse of the Crimson Throne, a Paizo Adventure Path. Episode 52. So, when last we left our heroes, you had been to Old Corvosa and investigated the situation there. Uh, Pilt's Lamb is now the crime boss, the emperor of Old Corvosa. Pretty good for everyone. Gloria Arcona wasn't all that interested in meeting with the servants of the Queen and his um, public arch rivals. <laughs> you did some research on the curse unsuccessfully, I think. Yeah, we failed to find out anything here. Uh, and you went to uh, Silver Met with Tanith and you went on Arkazendron's officially mandated holiday mini adventure. <laughs> Where it turns out none of you can sail. <laughs> it's cool. We tried. We had fun. <laughs> I believe I sailed. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, yes, no, Flora, the only character with positive wisdom, can sail to Yeah, but hey, we, we made our sailing check on a next yeah. table. And Silver really played comic relief really repeatedly. Yeah, that's because Silver's good like that. Then you yeah, killed... Thanks for, thanks for befriending Marcus Edwin and buying us log Flora. That was an awesome, um, that was an awesome sailing trip. Then you killed an enormous reef claw, and then you ate it. Mm. And the reef claw fell in love with Lucy. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the reef claw wanted her body... But Ultimately, he did get to be inside Lucy, so it was all good. Yes. It was a fishing trip. We killed fish. We ate fish. Yes. I think I think Adam's just made by my smart people. Yes. That, yes. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I, I didn't even really pay any attention to it because I'm so used to That is the proper response. Well, that was a good one. Don't <laughs> <laughs> yeah. encourage him. Here it levels twice. Everyone else loses a level to fund her. That's fine. The way her wild magic works, we'll be back up to normal level in no time. Yeah, there's a reason I didn't put gain a level, lose a level. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the mess for that would be insane. Alright, and then uh, we are moving forward in time. Yep. As we see, I, I think it's the pan up over Corvosa as we see the seasons change rapidly and that sort of thing. Um, it was. Uh, it was midway through Eridus of forty-seven twenty that you sold that you found the cure for the blood veil and put that into place. Thank you. Um, it has then been one, two, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven months when we come back in again. Seven months. Seven, cool. Seven, seven, Have we had a birthday yet? Well, whenever um, our birthdays are, Marcus Endrin's officially mandated holiday was just before winter came in, so that's now one, two, three months ago. You are heading into spring. It'll be so spring fairly rapidly. My suggestion would be um, 
if we all gain a get, instead of having to track everyone's individual birthday, if we all just increase our age by one on the year on the new in the month yeah. that's the new year. Uh, yeah. It is. It is now been. You are coming in in the month of cholesterol forty seven twenty one, uh, which puts it two months shy of two years since Edred died. Uh, and in fact, it has been two years since you since you were first at that fire. Yeah. Yes. So we should be two years older. Yes. Okay, I am now 32 years old. Mm-hmm. Not that that matters, because I'm a half elf. So am I. I'm 32 as well. Mm-hmm. Alright, so it is cholesterol 4721. I have no idea where Caitlin is at present. You know. Mm-hmm. So, um, no, no, as in what time period he's in. Ah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's, he's ahead of us now, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the... Holiday called the Wulu's birthday has come and gone. It's still taking place on Eadred's birthday. It, it was never moved in the last year to Ilios's birthday, and this year she still hasn't done it. Um, it's a very, it's a much quieter and more subdued ceremony because people are sort of expecting another one later in the year. Mm. But it, it hasn't happened last year, probably because she uh, was wildly unpopular at the time. Uh, and as we come towards the 20th of Callistral, Star Day on a Saturday, the Blade of Corvosa tournament is coming up. Um, and everybody gets a difficulty 15 streetwise check to see if you get the word yo. Uh, Silver adds two to this, because he was listening for the word yo. Okay, specifically yo. Yo. Mm, I need it. I got rude one. Okay. What was the difficulty? Fifteen. I don't make it. I, I make it. Twenty-three, so I make it. Okay. Well, so the word. The reason that you are getting that bonus silver is that you are listening out for um, all things Verrick Van Kaskerton mm-hmm. because he he, 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 you're the person that's followed him as an NPC, yeah. basically. Yeah. On, I'm also bad on at my job. Of <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. However, you know... I'm bad at my job. Yeah, you're bad at your job, but you don't care about this. Well, uh, something else interesting was happening at the time, and by the time you get the word, Jack stuff's and, Jack and Flora, you had heard when you were poking around Old Corvosa previously that Verrick was planning on entering... Uh, keep in mind, basically, it's a couple of months after the play before the tournament is announced and the names go in the hat, essentially. We're just sort of chopped back and forth on timing. Um, you had heard that Verrick was entering because he wanted to show up the Queen publicly on behalf of the Arcona Armsman. Yeah. Um, word on the street says that he's not going to be allowed into the tournament. Oh! Um, rule number one says that if there are if there is an over-large number of entrants, which is arbitrarily defined... Mm-hmm. Um, entrants of the highest quality will be selected by the head of the tournament, Her Royal Majesty Queen Eliosa Arabasti, based on her assessment of their martial potential. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so basically, the queen's just gone. No, you're an Arcona. You're well, not allowed. Well, in. the theory, the theory behind why that rule exists is you don't want to have the fight of Sabrina Mirren versus Bob, the guy that doesn't know which end of his fork is the pointy bit, mm-hmm. um, because. 
that would kind of be both a waste of everyone's time and kind of a disgrace to Corvosa, and you don't want to set up the conception that 200 people can come and enter. Mm. You want to get it down to people who are at least going to produce an entertaining fight. But Bob Del Drago is a bit of local colour. Right. My ma always said, Bob, use the the pointy end of the fork, and I always said, this is much smarter and much quicker, so I'd leave it under there, right? And then I'd bang on the pointy end, the food would flick up, and I'd catch it in my mouth. When I grew up, I wanted to be a seal. (laughs) (laughs) You shouldn't say that when Miriam's drinking. I became a sealer instead. (laughs) It's basically the same thing. (laughs) People say it's pronounced sailor, but they don't know. Mm -hmm. The nuclear option. This is the Baldrago method of pronouncing. Uh, So... This is kind of arbitrary and, like, really obviously unfair. You've both actually fought Varric. He's more than good enough to qualify on his own bat. Um, you know, the other entrants are all varying quality, but you have no reason to suspect that he's, say, a substantively worse fighter than Griff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, but Iliosa is going to arbitrarily decure him. Um, so, I hear about this? Yep. Um... Yeah, it's it's whether anyone hears and whether anyone cares. Um, does um, do I know Sil- Do I know just as a matter of general party thing that Silver's been visiting Varric and pr- yeah, 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 yeah. There's the any secrets being made of that whatsoever? Cool. I want to go see Silver. Okay. Yeah. Where are you finding me? Um. <laughs> so let's say it's you know like moderate, like, sort of 10 or 11 in the morning, so Silver's probably still at home having breakfast. Oh my god! <laughs> Silver slept in naturally as beauty sleep. Well, the uh, theory is because you... You don't just wake up looking like that. You have to prestigitate the disguise You're welcome to declare that you are a morning person. I was just assuming given you have a night active nightlight. No, I'm not, I'm not a morning person. And possibly I'm editing this point I mean, slightly based on what you're like. <laughs> you literally get up every morning and put a disguise on. Yeah. So let's say Silver's done with breakfast and is just, you know, about to head out on the town. Mm-hmm. And, um, you will hear a little, um, no, Jack doesn't knock on doors. <laughs> yeah, no, you hear a little knock on the door, I think. I okay. Jack has advanced enough. So Silver's about to touch the door and there's a knock. Okay, that's not normally how that works. And you can tell that the knock is from quite low down on the door. Mm. <laughs> from the sound. That was the knock of a tiny person. Uh, <laughs> hello. Oh, hello. Good morning. Hey. Good morning. Nice to see you this time of morning. Yeah, thanks. Um, can I come in for a sec? Yeah, sure. Come right in. Go in and sit in your illustriously appointed living room. Jack looks around, not exactly enviously, but it's definitely nicer than her place because she lives in a tiny wagon. She could have a moderate lifestyle too. Uh, yeah, but she's worried about money. <laughs> uh, um, did you hear about Varric? What about him? Elios is not letting him in the tournament. Huh? Like, you know, she's allowed to not qualify people because they're not good enough. She's not qualifying him. So who's he being replaced with? It, well, they, they only have lots of people, lots of interest this year. She's just, she can pick some people who don't get to get in and she picked Varric. Yeah, it's, she, he's been replaced by nobody because he's, the, the theory is we can only have X number of people to make the brackets even, which they're not going to be anyway. Thing is, I think it's going to make... I don't care about Varric, but I know you There's going to be a civil war in the making. I don't think necessarily they'll start one over this, but it's going to make her look bad. Well, certainly it's not going to make the Iconas. It's going to give them a very good reason to to start ruckus with it. Like, she needs to be talked to. 
I think so. So I figured, you know, you could talk to her and I could come along, maybe? I think it's a bad idea. I don't know if she's gonna... I haven't talked to her in a while, but when I talked to her right after the plague, she was a bit, you know, angry. She's super pissed at the Arconis, because, you know, probably one of them started the plague and to make her look bad, and then lots of people dies, and she feels responsible, and also super pissed. And I think the curse, or whatever it is, might be making her a bit more pissed. So, we might not be able to reason with her on this one, but I wanted, I, I wondered if it was a good idea, because I think this will just make people grouchier with her. We should do something. Um, I can't do anything alone, however. Because I'm not allowed to see her by myself. Okay, well come in with me then. Okay, as long as she's alright with a, an audience with you. Yeah, you, I mean, you, you know, I haven't been to see her in a while, but we'll, we'll just go ask if we can have an audience. What did the say? It's like four. Okay. I, I would assume. I would assume you've probably, ha- you know, you guys as a whole have probably had another two or three meetings with her over the seven months. Or, yeah. Or for nothing of any particular importance. Um, but it's it's not as if she only contacts you and says there's a there's a crisis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she's, she's like it's just the rest of the thing. interactions are dull enough that we don't yeah. need to play them out mm. the Um. So. The question that I had, yeah. it's been seven months, although yeah. that was since the play, you know, since the very, the brutal all yeah. end, so there's been lots of, um, is the quarantine in all Kavosa still? Yes. Ah. Yes, it is. Ooh. That's a I long time. I said it wasn't going anywhere, and it hasn't. And it's, it's really starting to get to the point now where people, you guys among them, are sort of scratching your heads a bit. Uh, the, the, so what's happening here, to give you the overview of this, because this is trivial, you find this out wandering the streets, uh, the quarantine remains in effect for publicly for all of the reasons that Eliosa has eludicated publicly previously. Um, the process called the blood giving is going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a hospice set up at Old Corvosa, a fairly large one just like in the entryway to it by the bridge. Um, and separately from that, there is a church of Asmodeus set up in there where they do the blood giving, where people come in, basically donate a pile of blood, which is then taken into the city's reserves. Um, and that has been recycled round and treated and altered and turned into the blood veil cure, essentially. Um, and so that has been going on for a while. Cases of blood veil have popped up and been put down, popped up and been put down. No one has no one has died of it since, or if they have, it's been reasonably obscured. Certainly, there are not hundreds of people dying anymore. Um, but the the blood veil still kind of exists, and in, in the sense that a disease the disease doesn't just get eradicated and then disappear mm. forever. Um, now that it's in existence, it can pop up again in people. But it, it really is getting to the point where the quarantine is now no longer necessary. You know, mm. isolated cases could be treated by hospitals or doctors or that sort of thing. If we run across someone with blood veil, we could take them to a hospice, and that would be the end of that, because they've got this yeah. enough. It yeah. wouldn't it's, have to be. It's, not the quarantine anymore. has not gone on so super long that people are unreasonable, uh, people are, you know, ready to riot over it. But people are definitely starting to, you know, in the last sort of month or two, make mumbling and muttering noises. You know, it's now been half a year. How long is this going to go on? Sort of like a government shutdown. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> <laughs> How long shall Eliosa rebuilds the bridges? 
Yeah. When the Shiante pays for them. <laughs> well, then I can't pay for them. Yeah. Sharp neck, I will not pay for your wall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it's when Arcona's pay for the wall and he can afford it. <laughs> yeah, of course, the people that the government, that the royalty pay here are the Hell Knights and the Grey Maidens. The Corvus and Guard get paid separately by the Church of Avatar. Oh, There's so much of a balance play here. <laughs> so, yeah, I think we want to go request an audience. Yeah. Sure, you you can trivially do so. You know, we skip ahead of day so you have your audience with Queen Iliosa. Yeah. You know, she greets you in one of the little meeting rooms um, in a nice dress rather than coming the full queen at you. Thank goodness. Um, <laughs> Jack, Silver, what can I do for you? Oh, Iliosa, it's great to see you again. And you. Um, we wanted to talk to you about the tournament and specifically the bit about Varric Bancaski and not being allowed to take part. She rolls her eyes and her head very slightly. It's nice to see that the instructions that I give to the secretaries don't take too long to penetrate their way out to the streets. The letter the letter that I dictated hasn't even made its way. It hasn't even been sent yet. I was going to sit on it until Oh, wow. I, I, was going, I was going to sit on it until it was too late for him to do anything about it. This is like two weeks before the tournament at this point. Yeah. Well, that's cool then, because if you do change your mind then it'll be really quiet and no one will know any different. It was, you know, just something that made it to my ears. Like, and... The thing is, I don't get on with Beric very well, and I think he's got a bit of a bee in his bonnet and has made a bad mistake taking point with the Arconas and stuff. But the thing is, if you despise him because you don't like him and his politics, it's not what the tournament rules stipulate. The rules say it's got to be because he's not a good enough fighter. And as someone who's been nearly stabbed by him and shot by him with a crossbow, he is actually pretty good. If you if he's not good enough, I'm not good enough, and you shouldn't be letting me participate either. Or me. Now, I am led to understand by my seneschal Tanner that he has been that the Varric's intention is to use this tournament as a soapbox to stand upon and pronounce the glory of the Arcona Armsmen. And I don't want him to. I hope he gets it's up, I hope he draws Sabrina in the first round and gets stabbed. <laughs> But <laughs> Silver will actually laugh at that. Elios is like. But the um, thing is, if you disbar him, the Arconas are going to say that you did it because you were being a you know petty person and that you wouldn't let his voice be heard. Even if he loses swiftly, the tournament has enough theatricality behind it that he will have an opportunity to speak his piece. I see no reason to offer him the opportunity to spread more of the Arcona's lies and discord. But the, the, the tournament also has an, an element of honour on it. And you're denying him the, the honour side of it. It's because it's because that's not what the this okay it's a funny argument for me to make but it's because that's not what the rules say. It's yeah, keep, keep in mind, um, this is the shortened form of them. Yeah. The extensive contract specifies that she can disqualify people 
um, if she feels that they're not going to represent the tournament in Corvosa sufficiently well, which is generally predicated on their martial potential, but also if there was somebody that she thought was, say, going to insist on fighting naked or something in yeah, that yeah, neighborhood. It's, and as well, the thing is, it won't quiet him down. He'll um if you don't let him if you don't let him fight he'll make a big song and dance about how it was because you were afraid. I just thought it might be worth considering. It might be less damaging to let him fight, let him get trounced, and he, there's no way he makes it to the last round in a tournament with Sabrina in it, and show that you're not afraid of him because you don't have to be. Right? Yeah, she's she's certainly listening. Give me the de- ye olde diplomacy check. What's your Sorry, diplomacy? Sorry, my, uh, my diplomacy is high, but you'll be mo- doing most of the talking. Yep. <laughs> um, Jared, are you, would you be okay with Silver yeah, making yeah. the check and me it, helping? This is, it's, it's not like you literally show up, speak to Ilios for three minutes, and then Yeah, Okay. Alright. We'll make an age check. Oh, that's terrible. Okay, so it's 19 from me. That doesn't sound terrible. I make an assist, so that's 20. Yep, so you beat the DC by 11 points. Oh, that's <laughs> <good>. <laughs> uh, Like, Il- Iliosa listens sensibly, lis- listens to this. She doesn't seem, you know, that invested in it. I have no desire to see... I have no desire to give Varric a soapbox to speak his piece, but you make a point. Maybe better to see him publicly humiliated than publicly humiliated after having said his lot than to claim after the fact that he would have certainly won. Oh, by all means, I'll pass the word down I'll, I'll pass the word down to have the letter to have the letter removed as an er- as a clerical error, she says, and, and nods to one of the functionaries in the room who writes this down. Um, doubtlessly, word will have reached the street by the time you get back out there. Illyria, <laughs> <laughs> um, so you kind of explain this. The whole ordeal with the Iconas. I know that you're not happy with them, but this isn't a good look for you when you. Hmm? What? Jack is shaking her head and um, making head gestures towards the door. <laughs> Not happy with the people that have attempted to murder me. Murder my city. Not happy does not begin to cover it. If I could trebuchet Palace Arcona to the ground now, I would. Leaving that family to plot and plan in Old Corvosa does not suit me ideally. It is the best we can do under the circumstances. Well, that's what they're doing. I want to avoid a civil war here. I'm worried that that may be what's coming. Coming um, that these options that that we're taking here may come towards that, and I'd like to see that it doesn't come to that. <sighs> Words. <laughs> yeah. I, I hope you're being careful. Is all I can say. She nods. And we leave. Yep. Hey, I hear they're going to let Flora, like half a day later, before you meet up with these um, two again, you hear that. Yeah. <laughs> you hear that. On the on the way out, I want to make a sense motive check yeah. against Iliosa. Specifically, what you hear yeah, is some like underling to well. the Queen cool. was attempting to fire to DQ Verric and has been, you know, punished appropriately. Um, I'd like to also do a sense motive as well. Sure. I'm apparently good at that. Um, 30. 
Yep. I rolled a nine, so um, what I'd like, what I will try and get the sense of how Sil- what Silver's take is, is is Iliosa getting a- Iliosa seemed off to me in that. Is she getting angrier than she was? Uh, yeah, no, <laughs> I I would take anything you're reading is from the GM. Okay, rather than um. Rather than from Miliosa. Okay, no worries. Sweeply GM is sweeply. Okay. Uh, in fact, Silver, what you get off it is, like, she she's invested enough to DQ Verrick to stop him, you know, spilling off his piece. Yeah. But it's it's by no stretch of the imagination the hill she wants to die on. Yeah. You know, the, the, the diplomacy difficulty is not very hard because she's perfectly willing to be talked into that. She's okay. reasonably confident he'll get his ass whipped. She just didn't get to be where she is by taking chances unnecessarily. Yeah. Okay. What, you're, what you've shown her by virtue of your diplomacy check is that you're taking a different chance by not allowing him. And she thinks about it and says, yeah. That's fair. Fair. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, further, you also get that she is listening to you two. Um, and by that, I, this would sort of apply to the party as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, your words carry a good bit of weight with her since the, since the dragon marking and the curing yeah. of the plague. Yeah. It's you're you're an independent you're sort of an independent point of view that aren't that tied up in the politics of the city. Yeah. And with your thirty silver, you know that applies more to Jack than to you oh. because you are a Mandravius and she knows it. <sighs> Yeah, that's fair. So it's not that she suspects you of anything, it's just you're more inherently wound up in the politics yeah. of the city. So no, you are a less independent point of view because yeah. you are the sum of people who are her allies but potentially also her enemies. Yeah, I'll, I'll relay this to you. And Jack will not. She asked my advice when um, we were sorting out the quarantine. Yeah, it's, and um, it's, it's nice, although I hope she doesn't keep it up for very long, but I didn't want to bugger about that because we came in to talk to her about this one thing. I know, but it does concern me. What happens when it, what happens when she keep if she keeps it up? Yeah. What happens if she takes it down? I think that's what she's thinking about. I know. I mean, after all this time, what are the Arconas gonna do? Oh, civil war. In which Absolutely. case maybe taking the quarantine down isn't such a good idea after all. Yeah, but how long is she gonna leave it up? It's not for anyway, it's not for her to um it's not for her to not um, not provoke one. It's for them to not start one. She didn't do anything that didn't... Well, whether or not that had to be done. The plague was there and she did the best she could. It's their problem if they, they start one, not hers. Yeah, but I'm just worried that she's ruling a little bit on anger and diplomacy. She might be, but the Arconas are actively trying to destroy her. I know. She's got a right to be pissed. She does have a right to be pissed. I think you're right, though. I think she is, but oh well, one problem at a time. She's yeah. she's a bright woman. She can do better than isolation. And same same thing that you picked up from the last time. She's pissed. She's more pissed than she otherwise might be without something poking at her. Mm-hmm. Um, but to answer Helen's question, it hasn't gotten worse. Or if it has, it's gotten, you know, 1% worse as opposed to she's now on, I must kill them all! Yeah. yeah. Because I've... she'd have absolutely gone up there and killed them with fire when, because she absolutely thinks for a fact, whether it's true or not, that they're responsible for the plague. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she would totally kill them all with fire if she thought she could get away with it. Yeah. yeah. I, I think what, what Silver wants to come across is that um, 
he just wants to make sure that she's she's doing like she gets second opinions on yep. things before she she does them because she doesn't want to start words. I'm not good with words today, apparently. <laughs> um, she she doesn't want to start making herself look bad. Yeah. Yep. For the sake of of Corvosa. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so we've done. We did. We do that. Cool. Okay. So we advance on two two weeks later, the twentieth of cholesterol, the day of the Blade of Corvosa tournament. Yay. Do we get Do we get rumors that that um, Europe has now been accepted back in the ranks? <laughs> oh, I, I was saying to Flora, um, rumors spread that there was a clear, you know, some underling of Iliosa's decided that they were going to DQ him. Mm. You know. That, but the queen, but the queen caught word of it, and you know the underling has been punished appropriately. Yeah, yeah. No word so, to the underling. It totally wasn't her. It was yeah. an underling because yeah. there's always an underling. Yeah, there's always some, there's always a scapegoat. And not <laughs> remotely Tanith, like one of you know Tanith's like fifth in command. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guy. No, a real underling opposed yeah. to somebody who's higher up. This somebody, is Griff's, somebody thought it was a good yeah, idea. This is Griff's bootshiner in it. Mm. Okay, and so we arrive on the day of the Blade of Corvosa tournament, <laughs> and it is heading straight towards spring. There is a, it is slightly overcast and a nice pleasant heat, as opposed to the horrible death that the, play, that the players are living with now. <laughs> um, <laughs> and basically, you are down in. Uh, what is it? Um, it is literally the tournament is set up outside Castle Corvosa. The fighting area itself is up the front at the foot of the stairs. This is also about exactly the same area that the fake Trinia Sabor was executed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like that's not an intentional thing, it's just this is the display area outside and outside Castle Corvosa. And then there are a wide variety of stalls and food and feats and games set up around the thing. Oh, so it's a carnival. It is. <laughs> it is. It is a. It is a moderately. It is a moderately. It is a moderate carnival, sort of um, equivalent to something like the Chinese Lantern Festival. Yeah, in, in with fighting. Yeah, opposed to dragons. Yeah, the, the centerpiece of it is the Blade of Corvosa tournament, but there's also a variety of feats and games and that sort of thing, mm-hmm. uh, which will actually be available for people to play in between. Yay! Oh jeez, we've got mini games. Yeah, <laughs> mini games for the mini game. So there are two. There are two. Assuming nobody else has anything they want to do here, uh, there are two mini things that I want to do. One is Sabrina Lucy, and the other one is Jack Bencarlo. Ooh, yay! So pick a person. You want to go? You first. So Sabrina will come up to you, Lucy, and, and say, oh, "You're you're here, then. Good." I was hoping you could assist me with something regarding the tournament. Oh, sure. Well, it's not really my place to say. Uh, if, if you could come and see Queen Iliosa. And Iliosa smiles at you. Um, and she says, Ah, Lucy. Oh, good, to see, good to see you. I have I have a task I'd like you to undertake. It's been traditional in the tournament. It's been traditional in the tournament that... The fighters are drawn at random before each bout, uh, usually by some sort of some sort of attractive woman in front of the crowd with some ceremony. We'll will have a large will have a large silken bag in which to draw their tokens out of that sort of thing. Unfortunately, I was supposed to I was supposed to organise this and didn't uh, read the protocols carefully enough. And 
didn't get in her. I seem to have found myself short, short of a, short of a woman, and she, and, and she smiles at you and gives you this wink that Sabrina can't see from the side. I, I, I volunteer. I volunteer. I volunteer as tribute. Now there is the matter of the costume. Oh, oh dear! And Sabrina sort of twitches and, and looks looks flustered. You know. Um, what costume? <laughs> Too late. You already volunteered. It's it's essentially the um like you're you're the um, Hollywood fight girl. Oh, essentially. Yeah, yeah, you're the sign. You're the, the sign girl. The, the sign girl. The ring girl. <laughs> the, yeah, like, the, the ring girl. girl. Yes, that, yeah. that's exactly the role you're serving. Right. Yeah. Okay. Knew it. I knew it. <laughs> you you are here to look pretty and pull things out of a hat. That's great. Okay. I love so, it. Uh, Iliosa, is by, Iliosa is by no means compelling you to do this. However, she is sending you a secret message with her bluff skill that pierces uh, some really <laughs> set motive with ease. Where, like, Iliosa hasn't remotely forgotten to actually organize this, and indeed actually has a backup already <laughs> to go if you are not of okay for this. Wow. But she's putting you out there for Sabrina's benefit. Yeah. Oh, that's so <laughs> sweet. Oh, okay. Oh, she's a wingman. Nice. <laughs> Classy. Yeah, it is. Okay. So, assuming you're up I for guess. this, yes. uh, you, you, Yeren, can dictate what your um, what your ring girl costume yes. is, as you uh, fancy, uh, which we can zoom in on when we get there. Yeah. You have a minute to think about that. Then, hello. Yes. And Jack. So the question is, evening wear or buddy girl? Jack, you are expecting Ben Carlo here, and indeed at some point you see him, you know, he smiles at you, comes over to you, um, have this picture here again, it's been a while since we've seen him. Ben Carlo will see you. One black glove on. Badass. Rapier. Out. Uh, And he like many people here, is armed and armoured because he's come for a fighting tournament, so yeah. it's kind of hard to argue with. Um, and he comes over to you and says, and says, Jack, there you are. I was hey. hoping to get the opportunity to speak to you before the tournament. I don't know whether we'll end up opposing each other or not. I sincerely hope not. I don't... I'm not certain I'll manage very many rounds. I might not even make it out of the first round. But I want to try and show off what you taught me and stuff. Um, I really appreciate you taking me on as a student. And, you know, I want to do you proud. And, you know, if we do wind up fighting, it's not like it'll be the end of the world if you take me out. I won't take it personal or nothing. It... And can you make a sense motive check? Yeah. It may not come to that. Uh, in any case, I was wondering if you might do me a favour, and he just sort of brushes over that and goes on, and you sort of get, like, he's got something's ticking away in his head, he's got some sort of plan going on here, but that's all right. you get out of it. Okay. Everyone's got a plan. Ah. This is, I... Yeah? A two months... Um, uh, what is it? What do you do? So five five weeks from now, on, on the fifth of God's room, I was wondering if you would stand in for me if I'm unable to make a certain date. Uh, can you tell me more about that, or is it's the 
do you remember we went to the Grey last year? It's the day Neil Landis Kelpopoulos died, the previous seneschal. And indeed, um, whether you're the player remember this or not, Jack did it um, in the downtime between books. You went to his grave with Vencarlo and Cressidia and possibly even Marcus Andrew and poured a jug of wine out on it. Right, yeah. Um, to say say goodbye to Neil Landis because he was a friend to the two of them. So, um, Neil Landis is... Neil Landis was the previous seneschal. Um, is, was he Cressidia's father? Or? No, 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 Trajan Croft is Cressidia's Trajan father. Trajan Croft, right, yeah. Right. Neil Landis would be a guy about Ben Carlo's age, perhaps a little younger. Right. Um, he was torn apart by the mobs of the riots. Right. Ah, yes, of course. Hilarious. I remember. I remember Hilariously. Sorry. I, um, I remember, yes, I remember, um, I remember that he got killed. Yeah. And, yep, yeah, I, I... And so last year they went and did a, um, yeah. a sort of remembrance ceremony for him. Yeah. Um, and Vincarlo will talk you through this, and he says, you know, if he's unavailable for reasons... Um, what I'd like you to do is go pour a jug out for me. Let's, let's go pour a jug out for me onto his grave and have some for yourself. The gag that Cressidia and I, that the Cressidia and I, and, and then there's that slight hesitation of and the other two people of Grau and Sabrina, who we don't talk about anymore. Yeah. Um, don't talk about the war. Um, always used to, always used to when we when he, when we went out drinking. With him, kept his mind too focused to have anything. He would always be the coffee drinker. We called him the old wino, right to his face. He was never offended. It was he sort of waved. It's silly, but he'd understand the joke. So, do you think um, I could go with Cressidia, maybe, if she, if you think she'd? Cert- uh, certainly, she'll be on this side of the quarantine. But you won't. I don't know if I'll be able to make it in time. And again, there's that. Hmm. All right. Well, I can do that for you. But um, if something comes up and Jack like looks at him, yeah. and it turns out you need my help, maybe get word to me. I can get in past. I can get in past the quarantine in quicker than you know usual if I need to. I shall certainly well, do so. Getting in faster than getting out. Yeah, exactly. Well, the thing is, that all you have to do is swim the river or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So the message is, I'm going to let him pursue his mysterious business. I have no idea what it is, but if he calls and says I'm in dire trouble, Jack will come. Oh, that's what he wanted. Um. I'm going to make some notes about that and other things that I want to do in the next downtime. I really want to do this. Um, assuming that you have no objection to this, Jack, and I, I suspect the player won't because I think this will be hilarious, um, when Iliosa is and uh, Ishani and a few other people are organizing this tournament, they will ask, like, you guys are come to a meeting with a bunch of people and you set up a bunch of things and you ask a bunch of questions, etc., etc. And one of the things they will ask for, if there's, if there's anyone who would make a good announcer for this, who has a very distinctive voice and, you know, could be loud and um, uh, not, not provocative. Um, evocative? It, loud, evocative, etc., etc. I happen to have the greatest voice in Corvosa. Uh, hell yes. <laughs> Are you sure you want to present yourself like that, Majenko, just in case of potentially some parents may be around? 
At least one parent will be around. Yeah. I will wear an anonymous disguise. <laughs> <laughs> a dragon with a disguise? I think, um, because Majinko hasn't really told us that he's hiding out from his parents, I think he probably asked Silver to give him a makeover to make yep. him look more awesome, which just coincidentally oh, I happens. I to look the- magnificent. My wings must reflect rainbows. My eyes must sparkle. You, Silver Rose, are the man for this job. I can help you with this. Dragon <laughs> makeover. Yes. Yes. Best anyway, ever. I, I am proud, but I, I, I would really like him to, you know, sit on my. Sh- I, I, I want to be nearby mm-hmm. while he does his big announcing. Thank. I ju- I'm just looking for my who's going to do the announcing for this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yay, Majenko! Neither Majenko or Nakota both have good voices for it, but I think um, Majenko is probably the one who's going to enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Nakota's probably going to be like, oh. Nick, we've dragged yeah. Nakota into the spotlight a lot over the past no, few no, months that, and he never right. wanted I, to. I don't, uh, I don't need to be the centre of attention like that. I hope you that's for other Did you just catch that? That's for other people, but I didn't say that out loud. Mm-hmm. Sorry, catch one. <laughs> oh, you seriously did catch that? I, I don't know what you, you mean that I, I missed. The cult are going, I don't need to be the center of attention. Yeah. Is Somebody... it Silver? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so. I assume that he's going to be coming along to the, to yeah, the event, though. Yeah, why not? Okay. Yeah, he'll be literally there busking for, you know, not during the fights, but yeah. making making his money singing in there. Yeah, fair, because some of us have to work. <laughs> okay. Some of us go beat out trolls and stuff, and, and some so of us have to work. We then come to um, Ooh, yes. the brackets. Oh, God. With Varric still in the tournament, that makes... It's a breed of forfeits. <laughs> She's cool. too busy after you started the tournament with just okay. watch me and your friend. So because of too busy, busy protecting her. Because, because of how the brackets roll out and the number of entrants they've got and that sort of thing, um, there are three basically a couple of lucky individuals get buys through the first round. Yeah. Um, and other people have to can have to actually fight in the first round. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and it occurs completely at random because this is just not a fair tournament. Yeah. No. Uh, and Sabrina, as the reigning and defending champion, gets one of those buys. So yep. if we draw her out of the bag for any of the slots, we just put her back in again. Yep. Uh-huh. Okay. So because she has to fight somebody in. Oh no. no she, she has, has, has uh, as, as the champion, she gets the buy automatically. Okay. So the theory is that she would write it down then. No. No, no Jared I don't know what slot it. she's appearing in. Yet. Okay. Yeah. The, the yeah. Jared organizer. Okay. So, Lucy, fabulous <laughs> ring girl. Yes. We people are sort of playing games and listening to music and that sort of thing, and then you hear, you see Torquemore or Nelius moves up, you know, and everybody's getting ready at the podiums. They come round, tell everyone that's participating, you need to come over here. Um, and Torgamore says, says very well contenders if you are selected in the first round you must give me you must allow me to cast a smell upon your magical items and weapons your, mag- your armor and your weapons to suppress their qualities for the duration of the battle in the meanwhile where is our announcer I am here and up comes this Big black cloak. 
Like, it's it's the big black cloak with the hood over it and the accessories. And it, there's clearly not a person in it. It's just a flying hood with the rest of the cloak. It's Organisation 13! Yeah, it's Organisation 13. It's probably exactly the, the cloak I wore when I was covering my head with, the, with all the blood belt. I was just like a little, little cloak and a top hat. <laughs> I have a spell here that I have used as headmaster in the past. It will make you very, very loud. It's what I've spent my life building towards. <laughs> <laughs> and Torgamore casts this on him, and then Majenko floats up the front. Yep. And you see him sort of flick the cloak back, and now what you can see are these sort of rainbow, vaguely butterfly-like glittering wings. And he's he's got on sort of almost warlike face paint that's vaguely Shawante like, but in a whole bunch of different colours. And you've got this little pseudo dragon head poking out from this big dark cloak. It could be something that isn't a pseudo dragon. It, it mostly looks like a pseudo dragon. Jack's hands flick behind her head, and very small fireworks go off over the shadows, and the lights dance. <laughs> Let us bring forth, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the first round of the Blade of Corvosa tournament. Let us see who will go first. And then Fabulous Ring Girl walks up on stage. Yes, and she gets to see the dress. Drew that. Wow. Wearing a sensual suit, which is very tight. And it's showing off her boobs. It's called a leotard. It's like, it's crimson colour of Corbusa. Yeah. And it's sparkly. And it's got a great big scale. Train. Train. I'm sure clock, which is also wet. So Sabrina's not watching the first round fight. It's going to take her that long to drag her attention back. You know, this might be just the handicaps that Sabrina needs to get the rest of us even slightest chance. Everyone gets a sense motive check. Lucy and a plus five bonus. Plus five. Yeah. Five. Twenty-eight. Three. Oh my god. This is the sort of thing Jack gets. Yeah. Fifteen. Seventeen. Okay. So, Garen, out of five, you see Sabrina looking at her like, <laughs> clearly assessing whether she's going to fight or not. <laughs> <laughs> um, Flora and Lucy, it is obvious to you that Sabrina is tracking Lucy, like... Yes. Oh, that's that's a thing that's, that's happening. That's, <laughs> mm. uh, Silver. Yeah. Iliosa is also tracking her. Oh. This was not set. This was not set up purely for Sabrina's amusement. <laughs> oh. Okay. What kind of tracking? You know what like, kind like, of tracking? Like she's checking her out. Like. <laughs> oh uh, my god. Because we know that Iliosa and Sabrina. It's not just on Sabrina's side that she likes Iliosa. <laughs> Oh, wow. We're so, so specifically, here. Iliosa is checking her out as she parades around hanging yeah, out in a yeah. sexy swimsuit, basically. And not only that, you also pick up that Iliosa has specifically tagged her for this role. Yeah. Not just so that Sabrina ah. can gawk at her, but also so Iliosa can get an eye for Oh, my God. I thought she was being a wingman. No. Yeah. She is being a wingman. <laughs> She's a wingman who has a, has a, 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 a yeah, wingman with benefits. This is a great plan. I'm glad to be a part of this. 
first thing. This isn't doing it, this is just walking very comfortably. I commend you for drawing that picture here. So what's your charisma at the moment? My charisma is 17. Oh, God. Yeah, I think a lot of people... <laughs> I, I think a lot of people might be might not be paying attention to the first round of the tournament. <laughs> I think a few people are coming out of the closet after yeah. this. <laughs> Jack, however, sees Lucy. She looks pretty, and is that Jack? Silver, you will also get because. Um, let us assume that Lucy has explained the context of what's going on here yeah. before she just appears. Yeah. So you also get. Um, what Lucy picked up on earlier, which was that Iliosa has a backup plan in the event that Lucy wouldn't do this. Yeah. And you go, ah, I wonder who she'd pick who could just look fabulous and pull names out of... Oh, God, it was going to be Tanith. (laughs) 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 He he does have the thighs for that costume. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. And then um, Silver realises that this has all come up Silver because he didn't want the alternative. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be honest, I imagine Silver is also scoping Lucy and going, hmm. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm just... Uh, and the cover over there is just like... Well, yeah. Lucy, <laughs> Lucy reels a revealing outfit in front of a crowd and your dad reels a revealing outfit in front of a crowd. Does he wear the same outfit? No. <laughs> I'm thinking leather. I'm, I'm sure Silver's <laughs> gonna have to thank Lucy afterwards. It's, ju- it's no just a speedo. <laughs> oh god. I'm gonna have to the ask Eliosa what the alternative costume is. I'm gonna have to Miriam's drinking Ben's statement. I am checking. I'm waiting till she gets a glass. I have been watching something. It's, it's, uh, it's, I've been, I think it was In July. any case, Spring Girl, and, um, we're, all different we're all different Canadians. And I forgot he said something, and I had taken a drink as he said it. It was physically painful. <laughs> oh. Okay, so whenever you fancy you're <laughs> we can drum roll you, and you can draw two names. So in the first, first round, one we have Growl. Oh, Growl Soldado. And versus. versus Griff! <laughs> that should be interesting, and then Griff will be up. <laughs> yep. Yeah, Grail's gonna kick his ass. Poor <laughs> <laughs> Grail. Wow, he doesn't even make the first round. So these, these names are drawn out, and then there's traditionally, uh, Majenko will announce them, there's a period where they get their dispelments and encouragements and <laughs> done, and then they, they strut out, they get a minute to pose down and say whatever it is they want to say and all this sort of thing. Uh, so Majenko announces, let's see, we've got Growl versus Growl. Yeah. <laughs> That's the two Gs. Yeah. And in the blue corner, standing five foot ten, weighing in at 243 pounds. The vicious Barisian, the master of the scarf, Growl Soldado! (laughs) And in the red corner, standing five foot and weighing in at 130 pounds, the scion of the legendary hero, Graforial Mandravius! Cricket? 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 
a group of people in full plate black armor cheering. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> they were paid. Garrod's no. a paladin of Sarah right now. He will. Uh, he will have a prayer for Griff. <laughs> <laughs> Please, Don't let him die. Man, previous. Man, previous. Man, previous. <laughs> Coming from the Hellbite cheering section. Oh my god. No. This tenor is literally freaking himself as every time they say Mandravius. This is non lethal. They're not allowed to kill each other. Sarah, please don't let the boy die. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that Growl knows it's non lethal yeah. and he so won't to- kill it. Basically, what? Yes, yeah, but the problem is, Griff's going into a fight. He's bound to have a plan. What happens here is Torgamore literally has a couple of, and he'll have, he'll have discussed this with anyone who's entering, he literally has a couple of custom spells for this, one of which is effectively a specialised dispel for your weapons and armour that says, I'll remove all the magic from this, it'll last for some while, but it's literally a spell that has to be cast on willing targets, so you either let me or you don't. Yeah. Uh, and he's got another one that I'm going to put non-lethality on your weapons, essentially. Oh, okay, so he's using a spell for that. Yeah. yeah. Cool. It's amazing how much potion a spell can be if it's willing. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so he casts this, you know, and Griff comes out. Um, he is dressed in his very starry robes and things, mm-hmm. uh, in the colours of House Mandravius at this point. Oh, what's he going to fight with? <laughs> um... And Tanith is clapping him on the back and congratulating him. You know, he stops and talks a little strategy, perhaps, with Tanith and Octavia before he walks down to the ring. Uh, and anyone who can is welcome to make me spellcraft checks. Oh. Damn it. Are they cheating? Of course they're cheating. Well, <laughs> I want to know if they both are. of them are speaking to him, you know, wiggling their hands and putting hands on them and saying, go, go, go. None of which looks all that untoward unless you have some understanding 16. of what they're doing. I got seven. I don't know shit. <laughs> <laughs> You're distracted being pretty. <laughs> Jack, you can't tell. Cool. Um, you know, it is an assumption you could draw, but you cannot tell that. No, that's okay. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna start shit unless I know they're casting a spell. I don't want to get the Mandravius pissed at me. Uh, and he Griff goes up in his man, fabulous Mandravius wizard robes. Yeah. Um, your house colors are like black and red and all slithering. Yeah, and stuff, mostly, like mostly. Um, yeah, black and red. Yeah. Yeah, so I think black with... Fire and ash. Uh, yeah, the, I, I think black with, like, red stars <coughs> and flames <coughs> and making up yeah. his, his outfit. And then he is carrying with him uh, in a sheath, in a, in a sheath because he's not allowed to carry it out when the thing starts. He's got this big whacking club across his back. It looks like a gigantic mace. Okay. It is, it is, in fact, literally a great mace. It's a giant double-handed mace. Is it something that you could potentially beat metal with? <laughs> Not really. Okay. The mace is Asmodeus's favoured weapon. Yeah. This is a big ass double handed version of it. So okay. you must feel pretty confident in his ability to lug it around. Yeah. Because this has got to be fifteen pounds of weapon, right? Yeah. Here. So I assume that he's got some fighter levels. He must have weapon he must have um, either a feat or a martial weapon proficiency because mm-hmm. he'd be crazy to take a weapon he wasn't proficient with into the ring. Yeah. yeah. And at this point. <coughs> <coughs> We 
have Growl versus Griff. It's Griff Mandravius, thank you. <laughs> you are welcome to do the tournament sure. with It's Griforial Mandravius. Hey, so Griforial. Uh, with one F and then V O R I L. Okay, and you guys watch what happens here. Uh, Griff goes up with no armor of any kind on, and this gigantic double-handed mace. Uh, and he looks kind of nervous as he gets up there. Don't worry. I have this situation completely under control, and afraid my opponent is going to be defeated. You see, he may be a good fighter, but I'm going to outsmart him, because I, I have a plan. And... <laughs> Perhaps even more importantly than that, I am a Mandravius. You see Octavia nodding like, good, good. Is that how I sound? Yes. No, not quite that. Not quite that. Decide we're both going. And over in Team Holy, the simultaneous head palms are a thing to behold. So has got his mouth covering, his hand covering his mouth. He's laughing his head off at the moment. I bet Nakota is, too. Oh, uh, and just one more thing. Before any of this begins, uh, if anyone wants to place any bets on any of this, it's that's only for the people that aren't entering the tournament, Flora and Lucy. If you no. want to put money down on anyone, no. you need to do so before we start. It doesn't sound like something Flora will do, and if cool. Lucy doesn't yeah. want to put money down, that's fine. Okay, so Growl steps up. Uh, I would totally bet, but I can't. <laughs> yeah, for obvious reasons. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's not only you can't bet on yourself, you can't bet on other people, because then you take a dive to them yeah, and make yeah. a big pile yeah. of money. Um, so, Growl steps up. I would like to dedicate my victory today to my best friend in the whole world, Nephi, wherever <laughs> this may find her. She couldn't make it here, unfortunately. <laughs> but, well, let's face it. I'm no Nephi, so I'm probably not going to win. Bookmakers reach up and start changing the odds on it. <laughs> but I can at least beat this guy, right? <laughs> so, what you want to think about is who's buying me a drink afterwards to celebrate. Is he drunk? No. Yeah. Okay. He sounds drunk perpetually. Yeah. Okay. He's not actually, he's not hammered here, he's just like lightly... He's had Partly. a couple of drinks. Yeah, he's, he's like Captain Jack Sparrow. His natural state and, is And it is, in all fairness, a festival here. We yeah. 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 pretty freely. Uh, he steps up, and what he has on him, he has a net buckled <clears> up at his belt. He has a whip. And around his neck, he has something that Flora would recognize pretty easily. It is a Verizian bladed scarf. Oh. It's a yeah. specialist weapon. It's basically a string of sharp metal pieces woven into the scarf. And you use it sort of like a whip. You flick it out at people and smack them around with it. And slice them up. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. And the two of them step up into each other. And I'm not going to roll this out for NPC versus yeah. NPC because they'll be sitting here forever. So what what you see here is... is <laughs> Growl moves very quickly. Um, he is fast off the bat to sort of whip his scarf off from around his neck with... And um, the first thing he does is yanks out his net and endeavors to throw it at Griff to entangle him in it, mm. and then tries to weave around him with the scarf. Uh, he does actually manage to <clears throat> entangle Griff in the net quite successfully, um, but then as he does so, Griff spends his first round casting a spell, and then a second round casting another spell, 
like if your spellcraft is going to become pretty self-evident. And several of Growl's blows just flick off him as magical force fields appear around him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Growl endeavors to get more clever and sort of trip him with the bladed scarf and ensnare him with it. And Griff is sort of pushed back a few times, and then he finally brings his double hand great mace around, just walks Growl across the face with it, and there is a big smack, and Growl goes flying backwards, and Griff presses the advantage here and beats him down with the great mace. Oh my and god! Then, god. So Griff oh. wins. Griff wins. I did not Jeez. see that coming. Yeah, neither. Obviously, he's been picking up some levels. Possibly. <laughs> Wow. Either that or the Tatrabius has cast really good boss spells on him. Garin, you get a sense motive check here. Thirteen. Wow, Griff's gotten a lot stronger, you know, physically since he was last working with you. Like, he always had blacksmith muscles because he was... Like he was cast ball strength on him. But, you know, now he's got bigger, stronger muscles. Guess he's been working out, yo. <laughs> Somebody got cast full strength on him. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> wow. yeah, I need a blaze. Yeah, well, we can't know that unless we know that. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, he is eliminated in favour of Grouse. Griff goes over Grouse. That's on the for real, Ladies and gentlemen, the Mandravius is treating like mothers. Then we cut down to the second part, the second qualifier, first round thing. Two more names from the hat, please, Lucy. Drum roll, please. The next name is Silver. Silver Rose versus... Come on, Sabrina. No, No, it can't be Sabrina. Who's going to kick my ass? It's Cressidia. Versus Cressidia. Put Cressidia on there. (laughs) There we are. You're going to be beaten down by a completely different woman. Sorry, guys, I'm all over the place tonight. No, no, so um, good. This, this is fun. One yeah. of the things that Majinko would have done beforehand <laughs> is asked you if there is anything in particular that you want to be announced as. Oh, I've, okay. got, I've got lists here for everyone of their silly <laughs> description, their pro wrestling descriptor things, um, but you have the capacity to overwrite them. Or if you don't um, have anything in particular, you'll just get whatever Majinko tells you. <laughs> Um, Jack wants Dragon Marked Hero. <laughs> Jack's proud. <laughs> uh, um, I think Silver's probably going to be going more on the... Uh, what? Lover of Fine Arts. I don't know. <laughs> the Rainbow Connection. No. <laughs> no. That's cool. Yeah, so Silver was the first one up there. So yeah. And in the blue corner... Standing five foot seven, weighing in at one hundred and fifty-five pounds, he is the sexy spearmaster, the lover of fine arts, the titan of totem spears, Silver Road. He should have got his ass kicked. <laughs> well, lover of fine arts, <laughs> and in the red corner. Standing five foot eleven, weighing in at two hundred and forty pounds, she is the field marshal of the Corvosan Guard, Field Marshal Chrysidia Croft. Your firm hand went into the description there. 
<laughs> All right, and because this is PC versus NPC, we totally have a fight scene here. Why am I the first one? Fuck. Lucy, Lucy comes up and gives Silver a brief hug before that. Oh. Hey, Peter, okay? <laughs> Be here? Yeah. You I win. Go out and win. <laughs> Silver, I'm cheering for you. <laughs> Sabrina? Yes. I feel as good about it as you do. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give her a couple of pats on the shoulder. Don't do that. <laughs> it's, the, um, it's the Australian theory. She's cheering for anyone who's fighting her. Even Silver. But that's good to know. That means she doesn't hate you as much as she hates other people. I'll do my best. That's comforting to know. <laughs> so the rules are you both go in with weapons. You both go in with your weapons away. Mm. Um, you stand 40 foot apart from each other. And you've basically got a, a large circle to operate in. Mm-hmm. Um, Players? Please? Sure. will cast a bunch of things on you beforehand. Uh, your weapons now deal non-lethal damage, no matter yeah. what they otherwise do, and they are no longer magical. And but they, they are, do the same damage, just non, non-lethal. No, if they're not magical, no, they don't No, he do suppresses it. the magic on it. You no, no, what I'm saying is they do their normal damage without the magic. There's as, no money. Yeah, as, 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 as a, a normal. What is your totem speed? It's um. 1d8 plus 4. What's on it? So, uh, what magic? Magic masterwork. Okay, so, so, magic so it, is, it is merely a, ma- a masterwork totem sphere. So, it's so a 1d8 you, plus 3. It loses yep. 1 damage, basically. Yep. Um, and your armor is also non magical. Yeah. Which means that. Um, um, if your armor is a lower armor bonus than it would otherwise be. Yeah. And Cressidia will step up. Um, I would like to dedicate my my performance here to the Corvosan Guard and remind people that there are other hard-working forces within the city the Corvosan Guard needs members. It needs men and women who care about Corvosa. And I encourage you all to watch my performance here and come forth and apply if you think you have what it takes to make it in the Guard. Because <laughs> that's the sole reason she's doing this. Yeah. Um, Silver, if you want to pontificate, you're welcome to do so. You do not have to. Um, um, uh, so you're Corvosa time to party hard and he's gonna raise his hand in the air and, and let off a let off a thunder call <laughs> we vote for the party party <laughs> okay and at that point we roll for initiative oh god this is gonna be such a trouncing um uh, 20 yep you're up first oh you're kidding me no Okay, um... Uh, and so, you don't have magic, blah blah blah, uh, you cannot use consumable items, uh, and you are fighting to, basically, if you can knock her down to half hit points, and she doesn't knock you down to half hit points on the same round, the judges will call it in your favour, yeah. so you don't have to beat through her entire supply of it. Yeah, no, that's right, that's and fine. And vice versa. Okay, um, so my first round, I think, is going to be a mirror image, because... Cool. <laughs> Don't get many options of what I can do here. <laughs> so that's your standard action. Um, oh, and yep. she, you can clearly, you can clearly see, uh, she has a heavy shield strapped on her, a long sword, and a longbow. 
Yeah. So same. have you rolled for the number of images that you get? No, um, what's that, a d4? I've got a here, here. Oh man, I was wanting somebody else to go first, I'm horribly <laughs> nervous. <laughs> We're taking it too seriously, Susan. We're yeah. fighting for absolutely nothing. Yeah. Um, Alright, Te- technically image. you're fighting for 800 gold of prestige. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Four images. It's plus, plus one. one image per three caster levels. So you have three caster levels, but not six. So you get a d4 plus one. Yep. Okay. So roll a d4. One. So, so there's um, two images plus silver. Cool. You want a piece of notepaper that you can track things on? Oh, I think we'll just okay. we'll just line up some base some very basic minis here. Yeah. You so as your PCs. standard, you cast mirror image. Yeah. For your move, do you want to draw a weapon of any kind? Um. Yeah. Well, she's she's probably going to pull out her bow. So. Um, a merciful composite. <laughs> What, what do you want to um, do? No, you don't. Because it'll it's be not suppressed. Yeah, 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 I know, I know. It's a magical, merciful it's composite. Not, it's not no, it it's a composite, though. Yes. Yeah, so it's, it's just a 1d8 plus 2. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I might... Oh, but I, should, I should probably use heroism next, next yeah, round. What, so. what do you do with your move action? Um, well, I'll, I'll pull out my longbow and cool. see how I go with that. Cool. So you cast mirror image and draw your longbow. Yeah. Crocidia will sort of look at this with interest, watching somebody who's been advertised as the master of the totem spear pull out his longbow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's, uh, for, she's 40 feet away. So. And she will move forward 20 foot. Uh, as she does so, uh, as a part of her movement action, she draws her longsword. Oh. Yeah. Then for her second move action, she draws and arms her shield. Yep. Okay, so she is going to go for close combat then. Yep, but fortunately okay. for you, she's got a shield as well, so you've got another turn to change weapons. Yeah, and she doesn't yep. have quick draw. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, so I'm going to go for heroism. Yep. So it gives me a plus two to attack. Yep. And um, I'm going to move away from... Uh, how far back can we go here? Yeah, like how big is the, the ring? Uh, I haven't defined it precisely, but you should consider you probably have 400 feet in every direction. So, so it's a space that you're ever going to use. Okay, so you're going to move. You're going to move back again. Yeah, I'll move back so that I can be within longbow range. Like the again. the arena is literally a chalk circle. Oh, is it? It is a longbow. Yep. Okay. So how far you're going? 30 foot back. Yeah. Okay. So Silver moves 30 feet back and casts heroism. Cool. Yeah. Nods, watches this carefully, uh, and mm. then runs flat out into combat with her. Ah, excellent. <laughs> she, <laughs> you are not close enough for her to charge, so she will take a run action. Dig, 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 and she is up in your face. Excellent. And as you are still waving a long bow around, you don't. she doesn't provoke. Yep. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, so that's her action. Yep. She runs. Yeah. Now it is your action. Okay, um... Um, how, what's a what's a drop and draw? Uh, it is a free action to drop your longbow and a move action to draw your totem sphere. Yeah. And then you'll need to five foot step back to hit her. Yeah, but I can do that and attack? Yes, yes, yes you can. Okay, so I'll do that. I'll, she I'll... is not a, a massively mobile combatant when you Yeah, so, so I'm going to I'm gonna attack her with my totem sphere instead. I'll cool. write down the totem sphere stats. She brings her shield round to attempt to block you, obviously. Yeah. Uh, so that's a 1d10 plus 3. Okay. 
Silver uh, Rose. No, it's not Silver three. Rose. It's a uh, time. It's um plus five because I've got heroism. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. It's no. That's damage. Shit. Sorry. Um. That's damage. So I no. That's I was getting that wrong. Sorry. So it's still plus three, but I have an attack bonus now of plus ten. Okay, that helps. Cool. <sighs> Pokes it the totem scale. Silver will give a grin and, and, and um and uh ha ah, It's going straight for the totem sphere, are we? Um that was not a great roll. Okay. Um that was that was a fourteen. <laughs> she <laughs> it has a shielded full plate on. Yeah. She doesn't really. She can't. She literally can't dodge this because she's denied Dex from running in. Yeah. But it just clangs off with steel. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Let me get one hit on him, please. Oh, he hasn't hit you yet. And it's Chrysidia. Yep. She just needs to stop cheating briefly and <laughs> deallocate the magic items that she's got. Yeah. Um. I've, I've got her flaming longsword listed with the flaming off, but I haven't taken the magical bonus to hit off. Yeah. Um, so she, she watches. She watches you carefully, and then lashes out at you. Steps in five feet and lashes out at you twice with her longsword. Yeah. Uh, first attack being a twenty to hit you. Yeah, that will hurt. Uh, but it might not. Yeah, we'll find that once she's done both of your rolls. And the second one being a 23 to hit. It'll hurt. Okay, so okay, it's so a hand I... crit thread for that minute. Oh, excellent. So, right. Okay, so I've got, I've got three images, so high and low. You've got called? two images so plus two images. you. Yeah, so pick, pick it. Two pick images? In, uh, yeah, three. Yeah, no, two images plus her. Yeah. yeah. So you only yeah. have two images? Yeah. yeah. Cool. So I do a d6 and it's a 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. Yep, yep. So, yeah, but so which one's you? Oh. 1, 2 was me. Yep. Yep. 1, 2 is you. 3. So that's one of my images. Okay. So the first hit kills and it kills a silver. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then the roll, roll again, 1, one two, 2, 3 is you. you now. So. One, second hits. one hits silver. And that's okay. a crit 3 on you. Oh. And an 11 to confirm with a second attack, so that will miss. No. Thank goodness. Okay, so what you see is she pivots round and slashes out with a longsword quite quickly, reasonably accurately. She's got some muscle behind it, and she's um quite she's she's got quite a good swing with the longsword, getting the maximum use out of its edge, like she's got improved crit on it. Mm. So she hits you with an unconfirmed crit. Yeah, but only it's one. gonna hurt. Not the worst, but crit. And it cuts into you with some force for eight points of damage. Yeah, I'm on thirty hit points. So I should write down what my half hit points is. Yeah, so if you'd be so kind. Yeah. Um, it's nineteen. What's your? Yeah, what's your nineteen? Please let me do this. I need this. Okay. Divided by two, so nineteen hit points <laughs> is my half. Your bloody eat. All right. So the deal is, if we get dropped to half, we're out. Yeah. Uh, if you get dropped to half without doing the same to her, oh, the right, judges yeah. will oh, write okay. this over. If it's yeah. still too close for them to call, it could yeah. go either way. Yeah. Right. The primary benefit of that is we don't have to play out every fight to the to, yeah, to the to better the end. end. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. And it's your turn, Silver. So yep. Okay. Take so a five foot step back and hit her with the totem sphere. Yeah. Cool. And well, uh, do you so have what, a two attack? No, I just have the one. What becomes obvious to you is she. Actually, can you give me a 
a roll with your base attack bonus added to it. What becomes obvious about her fighting style? Okay. Um, what the fuck looks so bad? Just go with it, Susan. Um, base attack bonus is four. Does it go up because I've got heroism? No, no. base attack bonus. Okay, so nine. So this is basically a loose representation of your knowledge of the martial skills. Yeah. Um, what you can see is she's got improved crit longsword and she's reasonably strong. Yeah. Okay. And then you roll to attack. Yep. Oh, that was a 16, so that's a little bit better. So, so that's 26. Yep, that time you easily swing in oh, and clash under her shield and cut into her armor. Yay, look at it. Thank you, heroism. Um, oh. Just come, come on, Susan. Four damage, minimum damage. Yep, she staggers lightly back away from And it. I'm going to um, move back yep. um, 30 feet. No, you can't. You took a five-foot step back to attack her. Yeah. yeah, with the dome sphere. Oh, yeah. so I can't. You move can't move. also move. No. Back. Okay. But she needs to step forward to attack yep. me, so she's theoretically can't no, get a full attack. Cause, no, because you've got so a reach weapon. What she happens? You five foot step back, so you yeah. can use your reach weapon on her. Yeah. Then you can't move any further because you've used your movement on a five foot step. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then she five foot steps forward towards you, and then makes a full attack. Yeah. Because she can five foot and um and make hit. a full attack. Yeah. Uh, first one will hit with ease, and second one will miss. I imagine fourteen. Um, yeah, they'll miss. Okay. okay, so so you still have one, one image. An, an image. So one, two, three hits me, and four, five, six doesn't. No, it hits me. Yep. Okay, I could have gone the way Scott through that round. <laughs> uh, have another eight points of damage. Oh, there we go. Twenty-two. I've got like. Three hit points to go, and then I'm gone. Yeah, you're but, up. Oh, you have to get on her. Yeah. If okay. Five foot, five foot step back, and, and I'm going to try hit her again. Uh, so that was a nineteen. That one, she will just bring her shield up, and her shield elevates her AC high enough that it goes clang. Yeah. Oh. Okay. All right. And, and she once again, my last round. <laughs> uh, eighteen to hit with the first one. Yeah. And eight in the second one. Okay, let's okay. see if Could I can. Hit the range. Yep. Uh, no, nope. that's me. <laughs> uh, that one's heavier than me. Oh, it doesn't matter. Thirteen points on that one. Oh. And, oh. It's going to knock me almost to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> so it's nine hit points. And it's on nine hit points. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I tried my best. You did well. You made no, it. I didn't. <laughs> you hit her. Yes. I rolled crap. If I get one more hit on her, though, don't no, I? No. Oh. Well, because I... Uh, oh, I uh, so, what's happening here? Are you under half your hit points? Yes, yes. I am, okay. but don't don't I get one more hit back to see if I can get her under half? No, because you won initiative, didn't you? Yeah, it's already... This, so that we, would be we in the round. The, we end the round okay. with her, her not on half, and yeah. you under half. All right. So, people watch this for a bit. There's some uh, discussion amongst the judges. Um... And then the flag is raised in Cressidia's corner. Yeah. Winner! Field Marshal Cressidia Croft! <laughs> she breathes hard. Good match. In a, in a tournament, the battle generally goes to the more heavily armoured. Puts a hand out. Shakes your hand. In the field, my, in the field, in the field without rules, it might be a different story. Yeah, normally I'm surrounded by a group of other people and I support them. Yeah, I mean she has a good <laughs> idea what your yeah. strengths yeah. are. No- normally I 
normally my my abilities are more useful in a group. So this was just for fun. Yep. She shakes your hand, raises it, people cheer, and Crisidia Croft advances. Yeah. Right. Roll those three. I can wait this captain. one if it's too sad. <laughs> it, it was the captain of the knights. I was just yeah. hoping to be like a little bit better than that. I could have done a little bit of. Oh. Susan, to the crowd it was the captain of the knights versus that guy who sings at the bar. Yeah. yeah. And he still managed to get a hit hit. Yeah, yeah. damage. Uh, Croft is, is, remember, one of the three best students. Yeah. I know, I, I know. I just, I just got one hit and it was minimum. That's, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's oh, well. still good. Oh, well. it, it, <laughs> these are going to be very fast fights by yeah. nature. Yeah. Okay, fine. Right. And Rumble. four rings. And this is from Fight Memorial, I believe? Yes. No, it's no, not. No, 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 this is the last team. Rosalie! Rosalie was should go. Stop bringing the draw. Versus Sabrina. Sabrina? Oh, yes, that's right. Rosalie doesn't get eliminated straight away. Right. Versus Brunsk. Rosalie versus Brooks. This will be interesting. Yeah. Cool and <laughs> in Rosalie, in the blue corner, Cool Princess, hailing from. It. Now, I, I did say if anyone wanted to put their aura in earlier, yeah, but it was for I, it was for personal ones. You can't do it for other people. No. If you want to try and persuade Majinko to have done so, you will. Oh yeah. So. What does Majinko like snack wise? I'm not gonna. I'm gonna. Be, I'm, gonna be, I'm gonna be putting my weight down for her not being called Princess. You can try and sneak this one. Past yeah. If you want to. Yeah, try to sneak past the rogue. <laughs> the paladin, try to sneak past the rogue. Sure, Stop I'm perception. Give it a go. Yeah. Okay. So, in the blue corner, standing at five foot three, weighing in at one hundred and fifty-two pounds, she is the damsel of daggers, hailing <laughs> from Beresia, Rosalie Fisky. Princess. Yeah, there we are. That's the. <laughs> But this will give her motivation to stab people. She'll just pretend Brunsky. Brunsky's a big burly guy. He looks like Garen in dim light. And in the blue corner, standing at six foot six and three hundred and ten pounds, <laughs> hailing from the land of the Lenorn Kings, the northern wind of death, Brunsky. Yes, Bronsk is built like a Viking. <laughs> yeah. Oddly enough. <laughs> okay, and the two of them step up. Uh, Rosalie is dressed in a very fine quality grey maiden mithril full plate that has been made by Garin. Um, and she is car- well, is, has sheathed, but has with her a, a whole brace of daggers across her chest, ready to draw a million of them. Uh, Bronsk has on some like decent light light sort of studded leather armour has a spiked shield that he carries and a hand axe with the other one um, and Lucy has enough to know immediately and, and you'll see this anyway he's a two weapon fighter Oof. so Bronsk steps up to her Rosalie steps up uh, Rosalie right like a growl, I look forward to a good. I look forward to a good hard fight and a good drink at the end. 
And if I'm going to be wrestled to the ground, at least it's by someone who looks like him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was totally get on, Craig. Brunsk, fight for money. Like job, but easy. <laughs> oh this sounds like something from a fighter's character select screen. I love both of these two characters so much. Yeah. Okay. It's a shame one of them's going to lose. So... The two of them step in towards each other. They don't particularly counteract one. Uh, Brutsk has one little advantage over her in that his favourite enemy is human beings. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so what she does is she starts very rapidly whipping a string of daggers out of her bracer with great rapidity, like quick drawing, and flings them at him. Awesome. And dances and dances back and forth, staying out of his way, um, throwing dagger after dagger at him. Uh, Brunsk attempts to just solidly close with her and get off as many smacks with the shield and slams with the hand axe as he can. And these two are about dead flat even, at which point resolution comes to roll offs. So, I think one of you two can have Rosalie. I would like to have Rosalie. Fair enough, I'll be Brunsk. (laughs) Yeah, sure, you can have Brunsk. So both of you are rolling, higher d20 takes it. Come on, Rosalie. Damn it! <laughs> okay, so it is quite it is quite a um, quite a tight fight. Brunsk has real trouble landing hits on her. She's really quick and really well armored. She is in mithril full plate and looks like she can move like lightning in it. So the vast majority of his blows bounce off, but the ones that do get through hurt her and stagger her and she just can't keep up with his output of damage. Yeah. It's a very close run fight, uh, and indeed, this one does not go to a judge's decision at half hit points. This one goes to Brunsk eventually cracks her with a shield and knocks her out. Sweet, because they're both under half. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a very even fight. It's a very even fight. The crowd must love this. Yeah, there must have been an exciting yeah. fight. Uh, Brunsk is actually of slightly Brunsk. lower level than her, but makes up for it by having favoured enemy human. Yeah. And Rosalie... <laughs> is brought over to the cleric stand yeah. before you can cast the killing field. Oh, it's not. Did I win, Papa? No. Oh, well. That's because she was called Princess beforehand. No, I think that motivated her to fight harder. No, but you did, you were really awesome. <laughs> Alright. And that is round one? Yep. 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 Round, round two. We're four ill versus someone. Someone. Yep. So, so Sabrina Sabrina's is back in the bag. Cool. So then we are doing. So then there is basically a break. People go off, drink, play, etc., etc. Then we go to round number two. Yep. Round number two. Griff versus Foreal Mandravius is introduced again. Facing. Facing. Karen. Oh, Oh, that's a nice, interesting (laughs) fight. Yeah. Plus, it's suitable that a paladin should um, kick someone out who's cheating. <laughs> wow, well, this is great. And in the so it does Griff again, and then and in the red corner, coming from where dwarves hail from, <laughs> at the height of a dwarf and the weight of a dwarf, <laughs> I give you the Forger of Doom, Garin Silversmith. Woo-hoo! <laughs> And again, 
Griff goes up with the same sort of thing, and you get another spellcraft check against him. This time it's plus two, because they're doing the same thing again. Sweet. Oh, yes. That's a 19. It's not a cocked die. <laughs> uh, that's a 27, 29. Okay, so Ooh. you can definitely tell this time. Um, he is not allowed to have magic on him, so you literally see him dismiss his mage armor that he's cast on him before that's still going through. Um, which, that's fine, that's yeah. well in keeping with the rules. You, he goes up to Tanith and Octavia. Tanith congratulates him and puts hands on him and, you know, says things to him. Right? Nothing strikes you as untoward there. If he's providing with any sort of support, it's a, uh, a morale boost as opposed to active magic. Octavia, on the other hand, endeavours to keep this really subtle, but cheats. Right. Ooh. How is she cheating? She is casting spells on him. Okay. One after another. Alright. Wait till um, he gets to the ring. But, uh, yeah. I'm going to go look for Torgamor or Nelius. Yep. He is, um, like, he should be paying attention to this, and he isn't. Yeah. Because he's, he's just kind of out. lying. Because he's, no, because he's lying around the eating graves. Yeah. <laughs> out of the way, the next battle is nearly ready to begin. Yeah, and I want you to cast an extra dismissal on Grafor or Mandravius, because Octavia just cast full strength on it. Uh, and in fact, you, you can literally pick these up. Uh, what she casts on him is extended bull strength, expended, extended eagle splendor, which will yeah. do nothing for his fighting prowess, but will make him look awesome. Yeah, and yeah. also AC. Um, oh, no, no, no it's his charisma. Char- it puts his charisma yeah, up. Yeah, it just yeah. makes him look cool, because he didn't yeah. use his charisma at all. Uh, and magic circle against chaos. Yeah. And resist fire. Yeah. Wow. Why resist fire? Because it's a low level buff that she has that she can use that doesn't generate any obvious effect. Okay. Uh, like some certain things she couldn't use on him because the effect would be too obvious. Yeah. She can't, for example, use some sort of flame shield on him. Yeah. Because when a giant ball of fire wraps around and spins around before he walks in, people are <laughs> going to go, hmm. <laughs> So yes, I, uh, she cast resist fire, also magic circle against was it chaos? Yeah. Chaos yeah. or magic circle against chaos and extended bull strength. Well, those all sound like very fancy names, but then you're not really a graduate of the Academy of High Wizardry, are you? Can you give me a difficulty five diplomacy check? Mm-hmm. I don't like getting off my ass, even when it's my job. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's a 20. Sure. Um, and so <laughs> I can be very awkward. He, he, he literally <laughs> says to you, you know, I, you know, how could you be so certain? You're not a graduate of the Academy. No, I just clean them. And um, J- Jack will bend over him and whisper something very quietly in his ear. And, you know, whatever it is that Jack may have seen <laughs> up at the Academy while she was cleaning and no one was paying particular attention to her, it's not so bad that it will really get him upset, but it might make him just feel like this is a matter on which he wants to pay some close attention. As headmaster of the Academy of High Wizardry, I have a deep investment in the reputation <laughs> of myself and my school. The janitor sees all. <laughs> and he he goes over and has this conversation with Griff, and it largely boils down to he goes over and like they have a sotto conversation, but you can totally listen into it if you want. Oh, I totally want to listen and to it. He goes over. Excuse me, there just a matter of some protocol. The previous spell may not have worked entirely accurately. What are you saying, Ornelios? <laughs> well, just as a matter of protocol, are you accusing me of cheating? 
And nothing of the sort, Lady Mandravius. It's purely, entirely my own fault. She sort of glares at him <laughs> like she wants something to happen with this. But there's not really a lot she can do about it. Like, she could push the point heavily, yeah. but... She... And he dispels magic on Griff again. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. And now you get Griff versus Garen. Yes! Minus 16. Facing Griff opposed to. Um, Can I also get a sense motive on Griff? Sure. Um, uh, I, alas, get a 6, so I probably don't know the answer. The question was did he know she was cheating for him? You are not sure. Yeah. She doesn't do it off, so she's deliberately trying to conceal it. Yeah. It would be possible for her to conceal it from him as well. Yeah. But you don't know if he's aware of this or not. Yeah, that's yeah, fine. You rolled pretty hard to spot it after all. Yeah, yeah. Hmm? Okay. No, I, I'd much rather, if I'm going to put one of them off, I'd much rather spot well, it. Well, last Garen is not chaotic anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's think, however, yeah, yeah. It would have worked on me. <laughs> we'll dip him significantly. Yeah, excellent. Cool. And He's he doesn't do growl any good, but I didn't know he was cheating for that, and I still don't know he was cheating in the previous round. He round. steps up to face... He probably was. Garen's. Yes, but I don't uh-huh. have any proof of that. I thought this might happen. <laughs> Got a plan for this too, you know. Oh. I'm sure you do a lot. All right. Well, just like all the other plans you told me about. You can just admit defeat now, if you're worried about it. Ah, well, lad, the thing is, I've come out here, it's a beautiful day, I've got this nice suit of brand new armor, I've got to test it on somebody. (laughs) And you've been annoying me. Master (laughs) Mr. Apprentice, let's see who the gods favor. Aye, lad. He shakes your hand. Uh, so, this is Garen's first fight in the ring. Does the Aaron want to make a speech of any kind to the yeah, crowd? You're most welcome to, if you desire. Yeah. You don't have to. Hmm? Uh, Griff does a similar thing to yeah, what he yeah. previously did. Garen, Garen's all good with that. He just likes it. He just wanted the handshake. Yep, sweet. Okay. I'm going to have more. Um, um, uh, my Jake Oakley's next one is representing Saren, right? <laughs> <laughs> Over okay. corner. You and there Griff. Really you and Griff now. roll initiative for each other. Yay. He is on the eleven. Sixteen. Okay, cool. You're the first man up. Okay. So How far away? Forty, 40 foot apart. Away. No weapons out. Hmm. So okay. Charging is a perfectly valid option. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's generic. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm just entertained because Garen's actual money and Griff's is <laughs> <laughs> yep, uh, and also, Garen, you literally watched his first spells that he cast last round must have been some sort of defensive mage armory shieldy type thing. So his AC is probably as low as it's getting at this point. <laughs> so forty feet away. Yep. Uh, sadly, I can't grab one from there, so I will just charge him and take a swing at him. Oh. So you draw the weapon as you go. Yep. Why Take the swing. And it's good! So that is a 23 to hit. Okay, you crack him solidly, and he endeavours to sort of step back out of the way, but as he is completely flat-footed here, his dexterity doesn't apply, there is no defence between him and you, he's not wearing armour of daggers (laughs) under that one, quite notably. (laughs) Ow. Alright then. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry, lad. Well, you're not ready. (laughs) 
you know what? Fine. <laughs> <laughs> let's try a little trick. Let's try a little trick that my new father taught me. And he will five foot step back from you. Mm-hmm. And waves his hands and casts something and shoots a ray out at you. Ooh. He's not allowed to do that. Yes, he... Oh, um, is it not? No. No, it's I think you're right. It's, yes, it's I, otherwise, I would totally it is not, have done It is so. not direct damage. It is a, but we did say the status effects as well. It is, yeah. a, it is a debuff, but yeah, I'm sorry, you're right. I'm, yeah, uh, he's got it on his stat list because it's one of his usually prepared spells. Yeah, because otherwise I would have used Glitter Dust. Yeah. Uh, yeah, cool. he, he cannot directly, he's not allowed to directly target you, so reverse that. Yeah. <laughs> he steps back in as he tries to cheat someone goes oi <laughs> yeah. no he's not actually trying to feed up just got his default list of spells no yeah. no but, uh, but the image of use this week <laughs> alright so wallet straight through I imagine holy corner is like right over uh, here as opposed to bothering casting something to protect himself alright then We'll do this the dwarvish way. We'll just hit each other in the head until someone falls down. <laughs> Yaks out the great mace and takes a big swing at you with it. Oh, you cool, you right. mean you pick up my rock, I pick up my stick, and we try to kill each other like civilized uh, people. And that is an 18 to hit you. And it bounces off my new armor. Yep. <laughs> Garen's turn. Yep. Oh, to be honest, I think maybe I, I'm starting to feel slightly bad. Maybe uh, maybe Griff needed those buffs. <laughs> but Griff has the problem that... Can you think of a problem that a wizard might have with an elimination tournament? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where he, your spells are taken away from you between the rounds. Yeah, yeah. How I, many spells does he have prepared? Yeah. How many wizard levels does he have? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking this problem as well. Ah, not bad, lad. But the thing is, if you're going to try to do it the dwarven way, it helps if you're a dwarf. The, the, considering that he's thinking oh. very... So, first one's a fluff. Well, as an elf, you're fast on your feet. Mm-hmm. As a half you're fast on your feet. And oh, second one's a 17. See, you've just got to have a plan for... Oh! <laughs> ah! uh-huh. And that's 11 points of damage. <laughs> yep. Okay. At which point, he will step back from you. <laughs> I um, bet he does. And casts a spell of some kind on himself. Yeah. And you're up again. Uh, I'd ask you to spellcraft it, but you have no spellcraft, and Jack is, you know, yeah, it, no, he's considered no. extremely poor form to shout from the side. And yeah, yeah. Okay, so Garen will follow him, yep. by footstep. Cool. And so he'll only get one swing, won't he? No, two, if you're only five foot stepping. Sweet. And again. That's a miss. Oh. Yep. That might be ahead at 16. So it was enough the last time. This time as you swing at him, a disc of force appears between you and him and goes bang no. off it. No shield. shield. No ah, not bad, lad. You're going to need more of those tricks up to sleep. Just this one. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. Blacksmith's guns! <laughs> Boom! <laughs> he, he peels his sleeves up to show off his biceps and then slaps Garen with the great mace. Uh, that is definitely going to hit you. Yep. Uh, that's 29 to hit. Yep. And then the second one, that's a 14 to hit. So yes. that will miss. But he does actually walk you with the great mace. There's not, um, you know, ridiculous amounts of force behind it. He's not 
awesomely strong. In fact, Anymore. he doesn't <laughs> seem as awesomely strong as he did, but it's still a big damn mace with a d12 um, weapon on it. Uh, however, that is only a six. Okay. Doesn't get a good shot. Ah, 10% damage, that's not bad. Misses with the second one. <laughs> You're up again. Garen pauses for a moment, looks him dead in the eye and says, Lots of dwarves and for mess, isn't it, lads? And then goes in before he can say anything. Oh! Is that a crit? This may be a crit. Is it, I mean the crit? Is it only a, is it natural twenty? Oh, it's natural like, twenty. Yeah. So oh, yeah. first one's going to hit. Got, you've got the same problem he has. Big so, weapon, no triple crit range. If, so he, crit, if he crits you with a great mace, you're going bye bye. So that's nine damage. Yep. Ooh, and twenty. Twenty to hit. Does it hit? Uh, yes, it does. And seven damage. Okay, so. <laughs> He is not knocked unconscious, but the gu- the judges are looking warily at him. Uh, he's got this round to bring you under half where he's going to get. <laughs> he really shouldn't be gloating this much. He's not as high level as you. I know, but he needs to be taken off his high horse. He, will, he, he, he sort of looks at the great place. He says, this was supplied by the Church of Asmodeus. <laughs> yeah, it's also been depowered by the, <laughs> the school of a cab of magic in some way. And that's very in keeping with Griff. Um, okay, so he steps back and he says, I told you that I have a plan. Berserker flying charge! And runs towards you, then jinks sharply to the left as he endeavours to sort of clothesline you with the great mace as he runs past, well running away from you, which is a very ill-advised, poor quality move, and he fumbles. And then for a second attack, he fumbles again. So as he ducks, as he goes behind you, he's probably got a decent shot at the back of your head, but what he chooses to do is keep running and then fling the great mace at you, because it'll look really cool, and you drop flat and it flies over your head, and goes thud, Along the ground. Judge's decision. <laughs> Garen Silversmith. <laughs> two one. <laughs> well, technically a one and a three, but yeah. Hey, Garen. <laughs> Excellent. That was a good fight. That was a fun fight. And then two, two, <laughs> new, new, ones. two new ones. Two new ones. Oh. um Jack. Oh, versus mystery. Oh God, it's been disappointing. Oh, not. Sabrina back in there? Uh, Jack Oh, no, Sabrina. Jack oh, 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 shit, Sabrina. Jack Sabrina. Oh, well, I was wondering, if, I was actually wondering when you were, when you threw me if it was going to be her. This could be brief. Oh, God, that means I've got an extra. <laughs> yep, that is win, please win. <laughs> What are you worried about? Well, what <laughs> if I if I win, if I somehow manage to fluke this, then he has to fight me, and he knows he can beat me. Yeah. <laughs> if he knows he can beat me, what are the odds that I'm going to beat Sabrina? That's tricky. Your hit points are returned to full. Nice. Archbanker Tuttle will cast a few cures on you. Um, so, having seen how the tournament works, I would like to declare, because I knew in advance how this was going to go, the spells I have prepared are Mage Armor, Mage Armor, Mage Armor, and Mirror Image, Mirror Image. Sure, no problem with that. Just in case I win the first fight. Yeah. Uh, because I didn't know I was going to draw Sabrina out of that, and there was no point hoping to win. Well, you, you have to assume that you were in the first, first round. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I have to, because the thing is, uh, my my plan relies heavily on my spells, and, you know, I can't actually keep doing this forever. Why isn't us two non-combat people get the really hard knockers? <laughs> well, well on the bright side, at least you got Chrysidia. I'm not this... Yeah. No, that doesn't it, help. If you got Chrysidia, it'd still be bad. Yeah, yeah, but the thing is that you're not going to get, you didn't get stomped as hard as you could have get stomped, whereas I'm going to get stomped as hard as a person could get stomped. On the other hand, I feel pretty good about this, because, you know, if I survive even a couple of rounds, it's going to be super impressive, even if it's by trickery. Okay, so who came up first there? Jack? Yep. Jack yeah. And in the blue corner, standing two foot ten and thirty-five pounds. She's <laughs> oh, And not a fully grown gnome, I that. She is the dragon-marked heroine of Corvosa. The master of the secret arts of the street. The student of the master swordsman, Vincalo Orsini. Do not be fooled by her size. She is one of the most powerful and dangerous fighters in all of Corvosa. Oh god, Sabrina's going to take you seriously. (laughs) I give you Jacqueline Lewis! Go Jack! (laughs) and Sabrina steps forward and in the in the red corner standing six foot three (laughs) she literally towers over you and weighing in at 280 pounds (laughs) she is the reigning and defending blade of Corvosa Commander of the Grey Maidens, Sabrina Merrin. <laughs> well, he kind of wants to sass her because it's Jack's opponent, but. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't want to piss her off. <laughs> Don't worry, lass. Dwarves have been taking down giants for centuries. <laughs> this is like, oh my god, I don't know who to choose. <laughs> Care for them both. <laughs> Sabrina sort of steps forward, doesn't shake your hand, but just touches, clanks a fist off her armor at you. Uh, and you get a perception check, which if you can hit a 10 automatically, you hear this without rolling, because quiet she ain't. Uh, alas, I don't make that perception check. She is muttering something to herself under her breath. She is not talking to you. She's Damn it, I really wanted that, but I rolled a 1. <laughs> and then she steps back away from you. Um, and... You, as the first challenger, may speak whatever piece you desire. Yep, so, um... Both to her and to the crowd, as you please. Oh, this is exciting, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) I'm dedicating this fight to, um... uh, My master, Vincalo Orsini, who taught me... And, um, Rosalie Visky, who both taught me some stuff about sword fighting. And to the street children of Corvosa. If you've got some money in your pockets afterwards, maybe you want to make a donation to a hospice or something, look out for those less fortunate than you. Sabrina nods approvingly at this and and claps several times, and she will walk to the middle of the field, turns, drops full-fledged to one knee, and bows her head dead low to Iliosa, and then raises her head up, doesn't come off her knee, and... I I dedicate this victory... To Iliosa, rightful queen and ruler of Corvosa, the best thing that has ever happened to this city. I stand for her. 
And then she steps away from you, and you go to initiative, and I fear this is going to be extremely rude. <laughs> Let's see if I can at least make it last a little longer. 13. 23. Crap. Okay, that is a problem. I was kind of hoping to win that. <laughs> she will... She's probably got improved initiative. That's a lot of decks, but it sounds nice. I don't think she's got decks. I what? think she's just got She is dressed in Mithril full plate as well, and she is a big double-handed Felsian. Uh, and yes, I have demagicked it. Um, she will whip out Felsian and full charge towards you. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is a 20 to hit with her first attack. Uh, that will quite definitely hit. Six. 12 damage. Uh, cool. So. You're finding it hard. Yep. Alright, and Jack is not... The judges do not call it or anything. But that... Uh, Jack um, takes the blow, winces, um, steps back slightly, her hands flicker, she mutters something, and a number of Jacks appear. She casts her image. But she is better at it. <laughs> oh, oh, much wow. better. Because yeah. uh, it's because of the class level feet thing. Because yeah. my um, um, so right. how many? Uh, so I'm a sixth level caster. So that's plus two. two. So I get six images. Mm-hmm. So, so six seven in total. So six images plus Jack. This so is you're a six level caster. What is six level caster? Because um, I took a feat that gives my um, that gives me my non my rogue levels as wizard levels for caster okay, levels. Okay, but I'm like a bad. I'm a uh, five, 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 five to one. So yeah. you have yeah. five caster levels. Oh, but I need six to get yeah. the yeah. extra. Okay, just missed out. Just missed out. So oh. Sabrina looks warily at this. I also rolled much better. Oh my gosh! Look, like you've got a whole crowd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> closes, closes her eyes for a moment as if she's considering trying to fight you with her eyes shut, and then thinks about it, decides this is probably an easier, this is probably not doing it the harder way, and then opens them again. Alright. It's only a matter of time until I tag the real one. Cleave? <laughs> nope, she will five foot step forward and full attack with the Felsian. Yep. So let's count the number of strikes. Yeah. Three. Yeah. Oof. Alright, so. Wow. Ouch. She's a level 11 at least. So um, I'm going to roll a D8, and um, 8 is I roll again, Yep. Um, and 7 is the real jack. Okay, so the first one will hit you or an image, the second one will miss everything on a fumble, and the third one will hit an image, but probably not jack. Okay. Alright, so the first one kills an image. Yep. Um, and I drop down, so it is now 5 images, so I'm going to switch to a D6, 6 yep. is jack. Um so, uh, it hits an image, and because it hits an image, it kills an image. Yep. So I she, dro- she drops the four. She only just hits the ACT and the image has. Yeah, but um, that's the cost of doing business. They are easier to target. Yep. On the other hand, that's a round in which she targets me not. Yep, you have stood two rounds with Spring America. I'm not. <laughs> and um, Jack, um, Jack, all, all five Jacks step back. Her hands flicker again and she casts mage armor. Yep. Because I want to try and survive more hits. Not to argue with. Alright. AC of 18. Also, standing in melee with her is, is not appealing to me as a plan. <laughs> Alright. In she steps. Yep. Jack hasn't drawn a weapon. Oh, and um, I will have my drawn my rapier out because I've had move actions. 
The first one will hit you or an image. Uh, the second one is a 16, which will hit an image, but possibly not you. Oh, okay. What's your AC now? Um, 18. Okay. And the third one is an 18, which will hit you or an image. Okay, so first one. First one. Six is a re-roll, five is Jack. Okay, hits an image and kills it. Pop. Alright, so I'm down to three images. Yep. Should uh, four. So, um, yes, D4, four is Jack. Um, second one hits an image. Now we're down to a D3. Uh, yep, so I'll roll a D6. So, um, five and six, six is Jack, yep. And it, it hits, um, was that one good? It is an 18, so that will hit Jack. Okay, so that, and that one hits Jack. That'll probably take you out. I suspect so, yes. She could roll both oh, ones. <laughs> Eleven. Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, I'm not unconscious or nothing. Um, yeah, but are you below half? Yes. Hang on, let me do the math. Fifty. Yes. Um, so that takes me below. Below uh, half. Um, however, I still have a round. Correct. Um, which doesn't mean I'm going to kill. Uh, at which point, I might as well try and hit her. Yep. All right. And um, Jack will, at this point, not step out of the range, but will rather circle in with the rapier. Yep. Okay, and that is a 16 to hit. And the last that bends off her fine Garencraft full play. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And um, at which point the judges call the judges. Judges decision. Sabrina Merritt. And Jack will grin at her. Well, they turned off my human band. <laughs> <laughs> Good fight. <laughs> He reaches down to yeah. you, almost picks you up as yeah. as she sort of too much of Vincarlo style in you. Mm-hmm. All right, not touching that one. Somebody with against Crisidia Croft. Yep. Yeah, green girl who's in the back. <laughs> yeah, had poor old Garin. <laughs> Probably not going that much. Eric. Eric. Oh, versus Chrysidia. Mm-hmm. Fairy versus Chrysidia. Yeah. Oh, crap. <laughs> so Chrysidia's being uh, announced. Uh, so I mean, okay, I don't know how to spell it. How do you spell that? Yeah. No so you brought the large healers yesterday, right? And in the blue corner... I'm not healing very <laughs> Standing <laughs> heal six here. foot five, weighing 247 pounds... The face that launched a thousand ships in old Corvosa. The most handsome captain of the Arcona Armsmen, Varric Van Kaskakin. He really shouldn't have been allowed to have his own line. Six foot five? Yes. Holy shit. Varric looks kind of... One of the things he has going on is he's got very good looks. He's a tall, dark, and handsome guy. Yeah. So he's tall, he's broad... Six foot five. Yes. These humans are so tall. <laughs> okay. I'm hoping that Varric beats Crisidia, mm. or else that Crisidia get, gets eliminated in the next round, or else that Garen beats Sabrina. <laughs> okay, Varric. Because I, I, really don't, I really don't want this to be Sabrina, Sabrina versus Crisidia for the championship. I think it is. Yeah. yeah. It's oh, it's we'll, find out. we'll find out. Okay, so. Varric steps forward. People of Corvosa, it is good to see you all here on this fine day, enjoying your feasting, enjoying your feet, not locked away to die in old Corvosa, like the political enemies of Queen Iliosa. 
The Arcona Armsmen are here to protect you from all forces in the city who are hostile to its interests. And he looks over and stares directly at Sabrina in her grey maiden armour. I am here to do what is right for the city. Win or lose, remember who she... Remember who she serves. And he points at Sabrina again. It is not you. Oh... And Crisidia watches him, uh, and he gets... If you disagree, Field Marshal Croft, feel free to say. And Crisidia just stares at him for a long moment, and buttons right the hell up and doesn't say a word. Oh, <laughs> Sabrina's going to be mad about that. Well, Crisidia doesn't like Sabrina. I know, I know. Crisidia stares at her former... Because Varric worked for her before he abandoned the guard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Stares at them and then just walks off towards the arena. Yeah. And the two of them move off and draw. So, Varric is... um, Uh, he and Crisidia are reasonably equally quick off the bat um, what he does is he whips out his very large hefty looking crossbow and he fires it and here he's real quick he's knocking out several bolts around reloading his crossbow with great speed and rapidity he is supposed to be um, very good with his crossbow as his big trick as you remember from having fought him he yeah. shot you out the window several times uh, however, she moves in low under the bolt, brings her shield up to protect herself from a few of them, takes several hits in closing with him. But once she gets in there, she just starts ripping into him with the longsword, with blows that should cut the sides out of him if it wasn't deliberately dampened. Instead, she's going to leave several hard bruises across his ribs. It is a reasonably close fought one, but it is in Crisidia's favour. She eventually takes him down with a long sword across the chest. I am both happy and sad. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Does Eric say anything else after that, or is that his piece? Well, he's unconscious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the last name is um, Vincalo. Vincalo. But we knew that one. Vincalo yeah. Orsini versus Brutz. Hmm. Okay, so there's just no... Oh, I don't think Bronson is getting through this. No, which means whichever oh, one is Vincalo and, and Crisidia is fighting Sabrina. Oh, this is, this is the worst matchup. So people are kind of excited to see this because it, pretty much everyone's picking Sabrina over Garin. Yeah. Uh, and people want to see Sabrina Vincalo as the finish. Yeah. yeah. Because um, not the history there is known to many somewhat. Yeah. But not um, it's not a it's not common word on the street. But what is known is she was his best pupil and he was the master. Yeah. Which is always yeah. gonna make for a fun fight. Um So Vencarlo steps over to Brunsk, shakes his hand and he has, says something, and I will take another perception check again. For anyone who wants to be this. I have to start rolling nope. better at some point. Nope. But not this day. I got a thirteen. 
anyone else going to tell Jared what they got? I, I got a seven. Yeah, I got two. So. Fifteen. Okay. So, Flora, you hear him quietly step over to Brunsk. He puts his hand out, he shakes Brunsk's hand. Brunsk gives him the very manly, crushing arm clasp. Then Carlo sort of looks at this promoter and then adjusts and does the same. And then Carlo says, I'm sorry about... I'm sorry, I'm sorry about... I'm sorry if this doesn't... He says, I'm sorry about this. I mean no disrespect to you. Hmm? These not... Brunsk not think these fighting words. I suppose not. Off they head into the arena. So Brunsk has been introduced, uh, and in the blue corner, standing six feet tall and weighing in at one hundred and seventy pounds, he is the master of the Clash of Steel, the finest blade, the finest sword in Corvosa, Vencalo Orsini. Brunsk closer to winning now. (laughs) (laughs) Brunsk confident. Poor Brunsk. Then Carlo steps forward. And he will turn to the queen. He doesn't bow to her, but he gives her a very... uh, He doesn't bow on one knee to her. He gives her a very sweeping gentleman's bow. And he says, I too would like to dedicate my... uh, like to dedicate my efforts here to Queen Iliosta... Arabasti. Well, she sits in her palace, and old Corvosa sits behind a quarantine. A quarantine that is no longer needed. A quarantine that serves no purpose but to keep her political enemies away from her. There's a lot of muttering amongst the crowd. Voice of the editor here. And then the recorder stopped, and we lost about probably five to ten minutes of gameplay time. Just to catch you up. Uh, Vincalo finished his speech to the Queen, where he dedicated his efforts in the tournament to showing the same amount of effort and respect that she had shown the citizens of Old Corvosa, at which point he proceeded to start the fight, immediately drop his rapier, and take a very dramatic and blatant dive and lie on the ground, waving his arms and legs in the air. Eventually, after some discussion amongst the judges, they awarded the fight to Brutsk as Vincalo was unable to continue, or rather unwilling to continue. Uh, Vincalo got up and walked off out of the tournament. Uh, Verik van Kaskiken followed him. Jack and Silver snuck after them to eavesdrop on their conversation, which largely consisted of Verik trying to sell Vincalo on the concept that they were both enemies of the Queen and he should come and help train the Arcona armsmen and that sort of thing. And Vincalo told Verik that he wouldn't buy anything the Arconas were selling, and he didn't like what the Arconas were up to at all, and the smell of their plots and that sort of thing. Uh, then we went to Garin facing off against Sabrina. Uh, Garin made a dramatic speech that, alas, you didn't hear, talking about how people should support the city and support Queen Iliosa because she was having to make a string of very difficult decisions, and that... Some of them might be good and some of them might be bad, but nonetheless, we all had to work together for the greater good of the city. Unfortunately, we missed it, but we cut back in with not all that much missed going into Garin versus. Okay, so we're back after whatever we didn't record with Garin Sabrina. Yes, Garin makes a really cool speech about yeah. uh, 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 having faith in Sabrina and how uh, his um, family he helped to build the city. And the Recorder was so moved, it moved off the shelf and hit the ground. No, no, the battery ran out. Fuck, uh, that oh. was on. 
What do you do, do now then? Chase I put up a new battery in it. And oh, okay. Uh, it didn't yeah. change at the start of the session because it said it had enough power, but it, it, it lied. It lied to me. <laughs> so, no. yep. So Sabrina will step up. She will actually shake your hand um, first again. Yep. And then initiative, indeed. Six. So it's you. Seventeen. Oh great! Oh. You know what I could have done with the initiative. Oh, I would easily have survived one more round. Well, I look at the bright side. I don't have mirror images. Uh, people yeah. are actually kind of impressed that you went four rounds with Supreme yeah. Mirror oh. You have been bought several drinks, and congratulations. And this is what... All right, Garen, you're up. Okay. So she's 40 feet away from me again? She is. Excellent. I move 20 feet back. Yep. Draw my crossbow and shoot her. Cool. And it's a fluff. Yep. So you are concentrating on backing up rather than rather than on aiming, and it whistles past her. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, hits somebody in the crowd and goes dunk off them, and they go. No. It's <laughs> cool. That's what we have walls of force around the arena for, or whatever. Yeah, but they're merciful. They're the yes, yes, yes. Anyway, anyway, move on. So Sabrina watches this for a moment, and you're now. Uh, 60 feet away. Watches this. Gives a slight smile. I appreciate the mithril. Makes me much quicker on my feet. (laughs) (laughs) She charges you. Of course he does. (laughs) (laughs) And moves with uncanny speed. And closes on you. Mm -hmm. Uh, So gets a plus two to hit. 24. Yep, that hits. Slash. Uh, 12 damage. Oof. Yep. So, whoever wins this fight, it's going to be a victory for Queen Iliosa and the Dwarf Squad Mythical Armor. Yeah, I know. Yep. I am Sabrina Merun, and I bought this armor at my favorite shop in Corvosa, the Dwarf Squad. <laughs> Seriously, the Sabrina Merun yep. wears this, isn't the little oh. statement? <laughs> Okay then. Of course, with the benefit of hindsight, making Sabrina Mirren even more deadly might not be what Garen wanted to do here. Yeah. It's, it's all good. It's all good. Right. So you're in melee with a swordswoman. She has. You have a crossbow out. What do you do? Yep. I. Let's see. Moving back will provoke. Walking away from it would provoke five foot step wouldn't. Okay. And she doesn't have reach or anything in that neighborhood. Yeah, but then she can still full attack me again. Absolutely. And just running away wouldn't be helpful. But I could draw as part of a move action. Yep. I mean, you could move away from her and. No, but you can't shoot her with the crossbow again, unless you're yeah, but you, one of these things. But you could drop the crossbow, draw the, draw the earth shaker, and hit it with it. Yeah. Mm. Um. I will. Uh, this that partial defense action, isn't there? For fight, like fight defensively yeah. is minus, minus four two. plus two. Yeah, minus four plus two. Yeah, I will drop the crossbow, bring out the earthshaker, and fight defensively. Cool. So that's a twenty-three to hit. Okay. Even so. with the minus four penalty. Yes. Yep. Wow. So she has good armor on, but you know there's only so much armor does. Clang, crunch. Is eight points of damage. Ooh. You hit some <laughs> 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 Your second attack. 
He doesn't, he doesn't get it, he changed weapons yeah. and things. Because he has to spend a move action drawing. <laughs> Next turn, he gets it. Just making sure you weren't forgetting it. Hmm. Armor only does so much less. The fighter does the rest. Don't I know that? <laughs> That's why. This is what I do, Garen. This is what makes me good enough. <laughs> she triple attacks you. Oh, uh, what's the AC she's aiming for? 21. That's actually going to be hard for her. Okay, so the first one will hit, waff, and miss. Yes. So one hit of three. Uh, for 8 damage. Hang on, Gary. 21 AC, didn't you just fight defensively? Oh, 25, yes. Oh, uh, 23, yes. Uh, same, same, same. She's yes. got an 18, a 17 on the one she has hit. Is that how much damage was that? Oh, uh. 8. Excuse me, will I check her crit range? Uh, she will crit you, in fact. Oof. With an 18 followed by a 19, uh, making that 12 damage. 12 damage, yikes. And you can see she can swing that Felsian. Mm-hmm. Like, she's got yeah. proof crit Felsian in the crit yeah. range of yeah. 15 to 20. I'm not going to last as long as you. <laughs> <laughs> On the other hand, you hit her. I didn't hit her. <laughs> right. Garen's turn. He's going to be still fighting. Your, your only hope is if you hit her a bunch, if you roll really high, you could pull it off. Mm. Just possible. Are you below half? Not yet. Mm. Um, yeah, but I was before her in initiative, which is not what I wanted, but there you go. Um, you can delay and go under her, it just doesn't no. advantage you all that much. Well, it gives me an extra hit in, so. Um, so let's think. So are you going to full attack fight defensively, or are you going to full attack at your full attack? Okay. He's going to fight defensively again. Cool. So that is a 20 to hit. Yeah, you seem to be hitting her, no problem. That's definitely pushing at the limits of your armor, but you definitely hit her. So that's 9 points of damage. Uh, yep. Second attack. Uh, that's a 16. Yeah, 16. Yep, yeah, that one we were playing off the armor again. Yeah, I thought so. Alright. Fumble, fumble. Nice. Uh, crit threat and Front. a 23 on the roll. Damn it! Just gets it. Mm. Uh, she fails to confirm the crit. It's 23 to hit you, because that's her last attack going. So she lands the attack, doesn't confirm the crit. Yeah. But it's going to be enough damage. 3, 6, uh, 7 damage. Yep, that's enough. Is it really? Yep. You remembered you were healed. Yep. She hits hard. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Like she's oh yeah, she did the first one. Of course, yeah. she did. Yeah, yeah. Twenty-eight is. But you hit her. Twice. You hit her twice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and the judges confer on this one, and winner by judge's decision, Sabrina Merritt. Yeah, oh, it's <laughs> got to be Sabrina versus Christina. I tried, guys. Yeah, you did great. But it was, uh, I was I actually think if she serious. rolled a little bit lower, I think I could have knocked her out. Yeah, because she was rolling poorly, you were rolling well, and you no, actually do enough damage. Put that out. 
If I had more, if I had more opponents like you, Sorry. I'd seriously worry for the queen. Do you want another? All right, and Brunsk versus Chrysidia. Yeah. Hey, Brunsk versus Chrysidia. Bye, Brunsk. Brunsk, yeah. Brunsk can get money now. Brunsk get, Brunsk get once again, get more money. Uh, so Brunsk steps up against Chrysidia, and he's not bad by any stretch of the imagination, but this is definitely just a greater a, a greater fighter dissecting a lesser fighter. Yeah. She takes him down in about three rounds without yeah. giving him any without giving it taking any real trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Well it comes to crap. Uh, he doesn't he doesn't do better than Silver did against her. Oh wow, really? So it does worse. Really? Yep. Sure. Okay, I thought I did pretty badly. <laughs> No, you're right. You're second best fighter. Better than Brunsk, not as good as Chrysidia. Quite possibly second best fighter in the tournament. Mm. What she is? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So that is Garen Brunsk for third place. Yep. Uh, Which is actually a fight. Oh, cool. Nice. Because there was money on the line for third place. Oh, cool. Fight fight Brunsk for third. I think your odds of being third are pretty good. And of course, Garen is not a human, so Mm -hmm. (laughs) he doesn't get his favourite enemy. No. Brunsk have. Brunsk have 200 gold online. Dwarf is friend, but Brunsk will kick friend for money. Oh <laughs> my god, Brunsk! I'm far, far, far enough, Brunsk. But how about we make it a little bit more interesting? Brunsk listening? Let's do this without weapons. Oh. Brunsk like little dwarf <laughs> style. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> You're just gonna test it. <laughs> I'm hearing the Street Fighter 2 music. Yeah, <laughs> forever. Oh, oh my god. god. You're <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Roll for initiative. Woohoo! Oh my god. rolls a one. You get off to a great start. Eleven. First. Punch him in the face. Oh. Can you ball rush him with your fist? I can charge him. Yeah, you can totally charge him. Punch him. Punch. Oh my god. Oh my god. And that's a 17 to hit. Uh, yes. You hit him. Okay, that's... It doesn't have a shield up at all. Four damage. <laughs> cool. Uh, <laughs> all non-lethals are seven. Do we want to uh, use them as D6s instead of D3s just to move this through? Yeah. Yeah. Because you're yeah. all playing on the same level. He's got no particular fist for so what was yeah. that? So that was an extra right. three points of damage. Cool. I'd be healed up hopefully between yeah. <laughs> Alright, dwarf. Time for you to meet Brunsk's little friends. Tarek and Kara. In often, righty and lefty. <laughs> Two fist fights you. Okay, so he is not actually even using masterwork gear, so thank you. So much for getting to Sabrina Christine. The second one's a 21. Just hits. And the first one misses entirely. Yep. Uh, have seven damage. Ooh, nice. Punches you in the jaw. Go to it. This is amazing. Now the thing, I didn't make him do this. Now the thing about a dwarf's fist is, 
We don't name office. Office just take take mints. Ooh. Oh, you're nearly credited with your So that's rest. a 28 to hit. Yeah. <laughs> and the rest. So that's six points of damage. And now for the second hit. Oof. And it's a hit again. Oof. For eight points of damage. Bloody hell. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Poor Brunsky just wants yeah. money. Lots of force. Low center of gravity. <laughs> <laughs> This time, Brunsk used old bear wrestling technique. In old country, Brunsk wrestled bears for training. <laughs> Just oh like my god, he's Zangief! Brunsk like Zangief! <laughs> mm, Brunsk miss one, but clothesline with other arm. Uh, that's 23, which will hit you again. Yep. It's Brunsk wearing red on the Brunsk! Eight damage! <laughs> Ah, and it's a dwarf turn. Yep. Mm. Pete's sake, wrong <laughs> <laughs> And it's a hit! Great! That won't knock him out, but it will definitely knock him below half. And a second punch. Oh, this is how we do it under the mountain. Bronsk from land of Lenorn kings. Lenorns live on top of mountain. Bronsk on top of fight. Ah! He Shatner punches you. <laughs> Double-handed axe handle, and alas, 17 is going to be the high one there. So he lands a couple of big clubbing blows on you. Oonk, 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 then steps back, panting. I assume you are not on less than half. Nope. So judge's decision... Garen Silversmith, <laughs> your nice. winner, and the third place in the Blade of Corbosa tournament. The Forger of Doom, the Mithril Master of Disaster, Darren Silversmith. Garen's going to walk up to Brunsk and say, Now there's a, twor- there's a dwarven tradition in this sort of tournament's Brunsk. Do you know it? Bronsk not spend a lot of time with dwarves, but enough to think tradition very like orphan tradition. Involves buying drinks? Aye, where to buy loads of drinks. Bronsk take Bronsk likes traditions. <laughs> <laughs> you win 200 gold, Garen. Which you'll be presented with at a prize giving at the end. So it's legitimate money, you may add it to your character sheet. Nice. Alright. So Garen did well. So, for the final fight. Yep. Jack would like to... Again, there's like a pause of about an hour here. Yeah, Jack would like to declare, as this takes place, she is going to be standing quite close to the stage, like, as close as she can get, and um, is going to have an action ready that if she thinks one of them is going... makes a serious attempt to murder the other, she wants to try and intervene. Yep. It would actually be quite difficult under the setup. Yeah. Because all their weapons are set for non-lethal. If they actually possess unarmed combat techniques, they could do it with their fists. Yeah. But. I'm just. Or unless, you know, one of them gets fucked off and goes and grabs another weapon. It's, it's quite possible. It's just going to be more difficult than just getting cross and smacking around. Yeah, I, I, I'm just going to be careful. I'm just going to be watching. Okay. 
and the crowd is sort of watching this one with some interest, not with considerable interest, because most of the business between them is completely unknown to the public at large. Yeah. Imagine you guys are watching this fairly closely. Yeah. Oh, yes. And Crocidia has been talking to a few people, sort of shaking their hands. She's literally, like, handing out flyers on the Corvosan Guard and what they do and that sort of thing, with a couple, like, several of her guardsmen are here with her between rounds. And Sabrina goes over to Iliosa and has a whispered conversation with her. And uh, everybody gets a perception check that wants to hear this. Lucy, as you're literally standing yeah. next to them playing Ring Girl, you may add fire to this. Uh, and this I'm is... so bad at this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 20. Sabrina's 20. super so stealthy. 15. Is it so, perception? Yay. Oh, God. Um, it's just... 14. You're adding your 5 to that? Yes. <laughs> 20. Oh, actually, um, uh, 16. Okay. Yeah. So both of you here, both of you here, this, you're reasonably clearly because they're having this conversation right next to you. Jack, you're a little further off than what surreptitious. Eliosa, sister, I assume you can win this. Sabrina gives a fairly grim smile with ease. Good. That I don't want to have beaten quickly. Humiliate her. And Sabrina nods and smiles again. Oh my god. And they go to the ring. Can I catch up with Sabrina? Just, Just before going Yeah, to yeah, like it's, you're not literally having this conversation as she walks to the ring. So. Yeah, but um, out of the Queen's ears. Yeah. Um, Hey, um, I, I know what's, what's, um, you have beef with this, um, Crucidia, but I think today, um, treat her fairly, I think. Don't toy with her. I wouldn't expect you to be on her side. No, I'm not. It's just, the audience will... Feel sorry for her. Don't make her matter. Uh, and the two of you both get sense motive checks, actually, against this. Mm. Uh, 19. Do I get sense motive? Yeah, yes, yes, you do. <gasps> both of you have the... In the absence of understanding the background, you couldn't make these mm. at all. You don't Nine. Get <laughs> I, just, okay. I just fail with something. So you don't, you don't get what Iliosa's bag in yeah. this is. You do. This is not about humiliating Cressidia as the field marshal of the Corvosan Guard, or at least it's not mostly about that. Yeah. Um, Iliosa is also au fait with the background between the two of them and yeah. the story between the two of them. This is what this is about. Iliosa yeah. wants her beaten and humiliated for what Iliosa feels that she did to Sabrina. Obviously, yeah. she's picked a side here and it ain't Cressidia's. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I just don't want the audience being hostile towards the Queen because of this. Um, Alright. Yeah. And the two of them step up. And just before that, I'll, I'll grab Sabrina and I'm going to kiss her. Full in the mouth. Woo! She feels the crowd. <laughs> uh, 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 or are you doing this slightly more subtly? No, I'm not subtly. <laughs> <laughs> Um, is Sabrina flawed because pretty girl, pretty outfit, yeah. kiss in front of people, 
she's not particularly an open person. <laughs> okay, and the two of them go up <laughs> for the for the victory in the Blade of Corvosa tournament. Who is the greatest swordswoman in Corvosa? Let us find out. Ring the bell. Ding, 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 Make a bell sound. Press <laughs> <laughs> digitation. Of course, digitate a bell sound. What do I pay wizards for? And the two of them step up. Um, by default, them. Sabrina is the quicker off the bat. She moves in really rapidly, literally sort of charges up to her, and then just stops in front of her with her weapon out and doesn't make an attack. Uh, Crocidia pulls out her sword takes a swing at Sabrina, connects with it, and then Sabrina disarms her. Brings the Falcian round, openly provokes in the process, isn't a super improved disarmer or whatever. Crisidia lands a shot, lands a shot on her side, and then Sabrina knocks the weapon out of her hand, scatters it along the ground, and then just stops again, sort of raises her hands up to the crowd and showboats. And the crowd cheers this, of course, yeah. because it's exciting. And Cressidia glares at her, goes over, bends down, picks up her weapon, and the same thing happens again. Sabrina smashes it out of her hand, provoking in the process, and Sabrina takes several hits doing this, doesn't show any real signs of flagging or slowing down significantly, and disarms Croth four times in a row. And Sabrina looks... Uh, Cressidia looks down at her sword, looks up at her... Um, says something quietly to her, and I will give this to the same two off your perception. Uh, you you get it automatically. Ah, perception yes. checks right off the previous. Oh, okay, cool. So you make this. Sabrina, uh, Crisidia glares at Sabrina. She says, "You've beaten me. Just end. Just end. Just end this. You know you're better than me. You always were. At least in the, at least in the field." And Sabrina just gives her that sort of grim smile back again and disarms her again. And Crisidia steps towards the sword this time, looks down at it, looks back at her, and then slaps the shit out of her. Yes! A ringing iron hand. And Sabrina's head snaps back, and then she looks at her and just watches her and then trips her. Bang! Brings her down. Crocidia gets up again and slaps the crap out of her around the face again. You know, you might... And this is quietly to each other, but you guys are listening for it. You know, says Crocidia, you might be a better sorts woman than me, but you're not a better woman than me. You might think you're something now, Standing beside the queen. You might think you're finally good enough, but you're not. You're always going to be that scared little half Parisian bitch who isn't good enough for anything. Not good enough to die for her. Smack! And slaps her again. And not good enough for your father. And she pressed the button. Yeah. As she deliberately slaps her a couple of times and goads her on. And Sabrina, the veins on her neck bulge out. She rages, whips the sword round, and just goes wham, wham, wham into her and smashes her down to the ground. 
uh, goes and flies into a rage, literally. Yeah. Goes up in stats, beats the shit out of her. Um, is, has several blows landed on her, but seems to just sort of shake them off and keep going despite it. The judges look at this. Uh, judges' decision, Sabrina Merrin, and then Sabrina hits her again and knocks her unconscious. <laughs> Does she stop? Yes. Because Jack is watching. <laughs> when the... She, like, literally, the judges decide the fight is over. The next round, Sabrina hits her again and knocks her out. And then Iliosa gets up and people start sort of moving off the field and then she stops. Yeah. And Queen Iliosa moves in as if nothing untoward has happened and applauds wildly and the crowd applauds wildly and Sabrina is awarded the Blade of Corvosa victory and Crescidia is literally dragged off the field and healed several times to come back to. And, um, I want to go see Crescidia in the tent afterwards. Sure. There is to be a prize-giving ceremony, but again, there's a break and a games and that sort of thing. Have you you told us much of the backstory between those two? Have you kept that to yourself? Um... She knows, yeah, I know. and Flora knows. Okay, those are the people that I know. Sorry, it's, the, it's the girls' club, it's the boys' club. Get, look, <laughs> you're yeah. help me build and get the information. And Flora, I wanted yeah. to yeah. know because I wanted her help to, to the it. To the rest of you, Sabrina clearly takes the risk of losing the fight here, but she doesn't. Um, to to beat Croft down and and humiliate her and disarm her unnecessarily a couple of yeah. times. Like, disarming her once is a good move. Disarming her repeatedly multiple times and then stopping to let her pick up the sword is clearly just rubbing salt in the wound because she's much better than Presidia and she knows it. Yeah, Karen's going to have a word with Sabrina. I want to, yeah, Lucy want to have a word with Sabrina too. So you you split up. Presidia is sitting in there, she has like several bruises and knots all over her that are fading quite rapidly as the curative magic catches up with her. (sighs) Second is better than I expected to place. Could have yeah. done without the finale. Yeah. Imagine so she could have. Wasn't good what she did to you. But I heard what you said. I was standing close enough because I thought it was a bloody stupid thing to, than to let the two of you fight each other again. You should be ashamed of yourself for what you said to her. I don't think, Jack, that you understand the situation. There is a long history between Sabrina and I that you're unaware of. Because, of course, I don't know that you broke into my house and stole my diary. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I'm... um, Yeah. Is there ever a good time to tell someone they're not good enough for their father? How would you feel if she'd said that to you? And this... (laughs) There's a faint glare at you, but my father was a captain in the Corvosan Guard, and the finest man Corvosa has ever had the privilege of knowing. I have followed in his footsteps in every way. I have nothing to be ashamed of. Really? Nothing? Everyone's got something to be ashamed of, Cressidia. You keep throwing it in her face that way. I know you're mad at her. I know she's mad at you. She didn't behave very well out there. And neither did you. 
just think it over. This maybe isn't the example we want to be setting of what the law can do. Slam dunk. Jello slam. Uh, and can you make me a bluff check here? <laughs> yep. As she watches you. <laughs> Thirteen. You know too much. <laughs> You've been reading diaries. She's not going to know. She doesn't know from that how I know. But she is perfectly legitimate. She stares at you. Jack, have you been listening at doors again? You seem very well informed on this particular topic. Surely Vincarlo hasn't been talking. He told me some. Some I picked up elsewhere. If you understood what she'd done to me, to my father... I get... You wanted to... I get it's a big deal about him. I was go- Vin Carlo said he was a really great guy. I was going to say maybe when I've got some time. Um, I know the trail's gone pretty cold, but I was wondering if there was anything we could do to try and track things down. She shakes her head. His murderers are long gone into the wind now. But suffice to say, Sabrina is the sort of woman who uses people to get what she wants. She may not be a master of manipulation, but when she can find a button to push, she will push it. Use all the people around her to get whatever she wants. She's using the Queen. I can't fault Queen Iliosa for using her protection. She's a fine swordswoman, but Sabrina is using the Queen to advance her position. Whatever sort of relationship your friend thinks she has with Sabrina Merrin, she's doubtlessly being used as well. It's just a matter of waiting for the sword to drop. It comes when you're not expecting it, you see. When you think you can let your guard down. Yes, I pushed her today. What do you think it will do for the Corvosan Guard? Not to lose. There's no dishonour in losing. But to lose like that. She did the wrong thing. It's just... This is not about me. I didn't enter this tournament for me or for my own personal glory. It's about the message we send. It wasn't the right one today. Yeah. I'm going to leave it there. Do we want to do Sabrina, people? Uh, do we have the time? We might as well. Yeah, it's... Well, it, might as well. Yeah, it's... Yeah. Well, yeah. it's good. Well, Lucy goes to Sabrina. Yep. And I just hug her, and I go, you know, whatever I said before about taking it easy on Cursidia, I take that back now. That bitch, what she said to you, that was awful. Yeah, but I gave it to her as good as I got. Better. Yeah. Even. You sh- should have. And you look so hot. <laughs> you too. <laughs> oh I kiss her again. 
And Garen, do you walk in in the middle of this? He's gonna wait outside until he sees Lucy leave. Yeah. Yeah, and Lucy, Lucy was so angry at um, Presidia. Yeah. And uh, Lucy thinks that now that um, Sabrina's done the right thing to win with her. Well, yeah. Because she wow, deserved Lucy, it. Lucy, you're so warped. But don't take heed in what she said. That's none of it is true. She's just a stupid bitch. She's just obsessed in with law and whatever she's into. Yeah. But none of it is true. Yeah. Yeah. You struck her ego. <laughs> okay. And Lucy leaves. Garen, you come in. Spring looks up you. Ah, Garen. Good win for third. You deserved it. Mm-hmm. What the bloody hell are you doing out there? Winning. Showing Presidia and everyone else that I'm the best swordsman in Corvosa. There's better ways of doing that than acting like a thug. I could have beaten her any time. Everybody saw that. Exactly. But you chose to toy with her. To show anyone who thinks... That they can shoot another crossbow bolt in Queen Eliosa. Does that have nothing to do with the Queen and your bloody one not? It has everything to do with the Queen. Really? For the Queen's bodyguard, the leader of the Grey Maidens, to humiliate the captain of the city guard like that in front of the whole city. Screw her and screw the city guard. We don't need them anymore. We have an actual force now. The city guard is part of the city. They're the people you're sworn to protect. Or have you forgotten that? And there are good people in there. People like Captain Fisky. We'll get them out from under Presidia's the law above everything else attitude. And put them where they're doing what's right for the city, what's good for the city. Not just following every rule and regulation. Those rules and regulations that you're so fo- that you seem so fond of ignoring were made by people trying to create peace, trying to create a home for their families. Now you sound like her. Haven't you ever found a good use for bending the rules, breaking them? Certainly favours from the Grey Maidens and Queen Eliosa have been helpful enough to you, to you and your friends at times. Ah, I may have used, I may have bent the law, but I never used it to humiliate someone. I always did in the path of protecting people. Can you honestly say you did that today? Can you look me in the eye and say you did that today? And she will quite definitely shy away from looking you in the eye at that one, quite quite obviously. He pinks her on the armor. I made that armor as a symbol of hope, as a symbol of unity in the city. What you did today dishonors that armor. It dishonors, dishonors me. And she clenches her fist really tight with clinking mail and sort of raises it to you slightly and then forcibly stops herself and lowers it again. 
hear your opinion, but you don't understand the background between Chrysidia and I. Suffice to say, everything she gets coming, she she gets coming, she deserves. Whether she deserves it or not is not the issue. The issue is you stand for something greater than yourself now. You stand for the city and the queen. And you must be able to work with both the city and the queen. I stand for Queen Iliosa, and I have shown her enemies today that they will be crushed if they oppose us. Aye. Spoken like a true Mandravius. Oh! <laughs> She'll win slightly at that one. Do you have a fire in your lass? It can be cho- you can choose for yourself whether it becomes hatred or passion. But if you're not careful, you'll just burn yourself. Mm, and she she stares at you for a long moment, and then we hear from outside. Prize giving ceremony time! All contestants to the prize giving ceremony, to the prize giving podium. So you sort of look at each other for a long moment and. And close out on that. Yep. Yeah. Walk out of the tent. That's two strikes now. Karen is getting very unhappy. Okay. On another person. Her and the queen. Another person needs a visual. Yeah, Sabrina needs a visual. Alright, and that was the Blade of Corvosa tournament. Yeah, what a mess. Yep. Oh, uh, there were some awesome combinations. <laughs> yeah. Because you, you you weren't necessarily getting Presidia or um, Sabrina as your finale. Oh. Right. Well, who could take them out? Uh, I'd actually give pretty good money to a PC taking Presidia. Yeah. Nice. Well, I think you'd have, you'd have, Garen would have probably taken her. If I'd landed some hits, I might have had a chance. <laughs> Uh, so Sabrina was always going to murder everyone. Yeah. Yeah. I did some hit point damage, but it, she raised. I've, I've got like all these notes of dialogue for um, uh, potential combinations of Rosalie oh. versus Beric and all this kind of thing. Because oh. <laughs> nice. one of Rosalie's there to represent the Grey Maidens and Beric's there to represent the Icona Arms, oh, so that would have been good fun. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed my fight with Prince. Fight with fist. That was probably the happiest fight. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I enjoyed fighting Sabrina. I was proud of surviving poor Ralph. Yeah, yeah, you did really well. You survived longer than Garen. Yeah, that was also one of the nicer fights. Yeah. Well, the thing is, it's um, you know, like Garen fights to win, Jack fights to survive. Mm. Garen was closer to winning, but Jack survived longer. That was good. That that massive amount of memory, which is supposed to be cool. Yeah, and there's the, like, and there's only so much she can do. I know you had the elimination match during the second best fighter, but I did have my first fight with Sabrina, so I feel like we're about the same. Uh, odds odds have been Carlo was the second best fighter. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. And yeah. honestly, he was much happier um, diving to Brunsk than anyone else whom he doesn't know and doesn't have any relationship yeah. with. Yeah. Because Sabrina would have gone ballistic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Presidia would have been pissed. He'd have been very apologetic to do it to any of you guys. Yeah, yeah. Hmm? Griff, I think, would have been a very appropriate victory there. Mm. I won! I beat Vincalo Lassini! 
Uh, however, so having seen this impressive martial display and rah rah rah, uh, you all feel that you have learned a lot from this experience and etc etc etc. You gain a level. Whoa! Oh what? Oh, that was quick. Um, uh, keep in mind what you've done. Sorry. Yeah, no, you go. What to. you've done between the last one and this is um, just a couple of small things like. Um, kill Gadron Lamb, yeah. the <laughs> boss of the first third of the campaign. Yeah, small things, um, yes. And that demon, and the and, demon lamb, and, and, yeah. and the demon, and then cured the plague. Yeah, and then killed a giant reef claw, and then had the blade of Corvosa <laughs> filament. Yeah, uh, and then it will be a few weeks after the blade of Corvosa tournament when. You feel something, Flora, shift in the winds of the city. Zalara Zendane is calling to you again. Oh, yay. And that officially takes us to book three. Book three. Wow.